Welcome to We Geek Podcast. Today is July 2nd, 2022. My name is Adam, and as always, joined by my good friend Logan. How Hello. are you doing today? <laughs> oh, sorry. I'm, I'm here. I'm here. Yeah, cool, man. Me too. <laughs> How have you been, dude? Uh, working. Working? Yeah, you know how it goes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, man. Same here, same here. <laughs> another day, another dollar. <laughs> yeah. What have you been? What have you been? Have what have you been having fun with? Uh, so I I I fell down a rabbit hole from which there is no escape, um, and will consume genuinely the rest of my year. Um, I started watching Critical Role from the beginning. Oh, there's like two hundred or three hundred some episodes. I think it's three hundred and some episodes altogether. <laughs> and they're like, how long are they? Um, the actual like uh playtime part of it for lack of a better term is like three hours yeah that's a lot that's a lot <laughs> yeah um but you know it's it, it was that thing of like i got that i i really got that D itch after stranger things for part one i was just mm-hmm. like you know i keep i keep hearing and seeing about critical role and everything and it's like it's the D show and i was like all right all right let's let's try this and uh, that was it wasn't a slippery slope so much as it was like oh i wonder what this giant hole in the ground i'm about to step off the edge of the earth is yeah, and there's just no, there's no saving it. Like I, I started, uh, I started on June 9th was the first because I went back to my YouTube history. I was like, when did I start this? Um, and I started on the 9th, and I'm 26 episodes in now, I think, and it's been almost a month because they're oh, wow. so damn long. Um, and they also have like the kind of condensed, uh, not extra condensed, but like they cut out like the the intro bit and anything before the the actual mm-hmm. um like like game part of it starts and then they cut off like the the after like it's literally just the campaign part so there's none of the extra like the q a or the christmas or anything like that um, gotcha. and it's out there online it's on it's it's out as a podcast and it's on you know everything like we are but so that's what i was going to ask you are how are you consuming are you watching it or are you just listening to it uh both Oh, okay. Um, watching it when I'm like when I'm off and I'm home, that's what I'm watching. Uh, I took a break for Stranger Things and for Kenobi, and I'm gonna take another one here uh, either today or tomorrow for uh, to catch up on Miss Marvel a little bit. Yeah. But that's I'm if I'm at home, I'm watching it. If I'm out, because I started doing DoorDash in Statesville, because the job mm-hmm. that I'm at doesn't pay shit and n- nobody above me cares. You know, big shock, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I've been doing. <laughs> So I've been doing DoorDash um, like a couple days a week. Um, and around Statesville, it's not bad. You know, it's not great, but it's something. Um, yeah. And if if it wasn't worth more than the the gas, I wouldn't be doing it. But it's not it's not bad. People still don't tip for shit. But you yeah, know, that's people, and that's particularly people in Statesville for you who will preach about being Christian all day long, and then when it's like help your neighbor, they're like fuck you. So, right. you know, but that's, you know, that's stateful. What are you going to do? But mm-hmm. when I'm out and about doing that, um, I'm listening to it as a podcast. Okay. But it's, it's more fun to watch because mm-hmm. these guys are all fantastic voice actors. So they get really into it it's, and it's hilarious to watch. Yeah. I've seen a couple of episodes. Um, and like, uh, yeah, I've seen a couple of episodes. I've seen some like behind the scenes videos with the cast and uh i i 
wanted to start what you were doing, what you're doing now, uh, a while ago, but I just got my ADHD just took over and I went into something else and never went back to it. But I want to go back to it. Um, it's it's worth it. I know it's like it's daunting and it's a lot, and you don't have to like. I'm one of those people like I have I have to start at the beginning. I have to. Yeah. I I and I've had to make peace with the fact that the campaign starts in the already in the middle of an adventure. Yeah. Because the way it was set up and came about was, uh, you know, when Felicia Day launched Geek and Sundry years and years and years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, she one of her friends is part of this crew, and they were just kind of talking about this D and D adventure they did, and she was like, "Well, why don't you guys, you know, come to the studio and do it, and we'll film it, put it on YouTube." Yeah, and they were just kind of like, "Well, okay." Um, and now they have a show on Amazon. Like, it's it, yeah. crazy yeah, how it's, much it's, it's grown. It's, it's wild. Um, yeah. but but yeah, it literally just started. It's but it spun off of um a game that they started doing for um. Liam O'Brien, who's a voice actor, who was in—I uh, always remember him from uh, *Near Automata*. He played the—he played the book, um, but he's uh, th- th- probably best one when he's the the English dub voice of Gara from from Naruto. Okay, um, and a bazillion other things. Like these guys are are everywhere when it comes to voice acting. Uh, mm-hmm. Matt Mercer, who's the DM, has been in all kinds of lately. He's been in like all kinds of DC animated movies. Um, oh okay, but he's but I mean like these guys are 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 everywhere doing all kinds of stuff, right? Um, but they yeah I mean like they started as just like they they did this just kind of for themselves and then they were like well yeah sure we can come do this on like a a, a, a Twitch stream like it'll be fine because this was back like early Twitch mm-hmm. and it popped and yeah. then it just grew and grew and grew and then once they you know a, few, a handful of years down the road they split off from geek and sundry and it kind of killed the company uh, that's yeah. that's how big they got yeah um, you know with no ill intentions but it was just kind of like we're we're going to do our you know we're going to be our own thing and do our own thing and be independent and have their own channel and their own charitable foundation and like it's it mm-hmm. it took off but yeah, it's it's so much fun to watch. Um, and, and, and with their second uh, campaign, they ended up doing like their entirely own uh, like official Dungeons and Dragons universe, right? <clears throat> yeah, uh, they actually uh, they've they've actually incorporated uh, a lot of like they've worked with wizards to do a lot of like a lot of their stuff is official adventures yeah. and, and handbooks and all that kind of stuff now. Yeah, because um, I, I remember reading that, like, because the first campaign is, I think, set in, what, the Forgotten Realms or something like that, and... Yeah, I think, I don't I don't know exactly, like, which which of the worlds it's set in. I know the, that, like, uh, like country-wise or, or whatever, it's in uh, Tal'Dorei. Yeah, I'm, see, I'm not sure. Um... I do, I do know that they, because they ended up doing a deal with uh, Wizards, like you said, Wizards of the Coast, where they, yeah, they got to do their own books and everything else. And, yeah, well, because um, it, got, it, got so, it got so big. And, I mean, everything, yeah. you know, just because you created in, in D&D doesn't make it Wizards property. Like, it's still your own, it, it, it's still partially your own IP. Like, it's kind of, the, the rights issues on something like that are, are weird. But the mm-hmm. way it works out is, like, they created their characters. They own those characters. Yeah. They could exist outside of that. Right. Um, but, you know, there was the, you know, when that show took off and, and got really mm-hmm. big, Wizards was smart enough or or Hasbro, I think, whoever, who, whichever, whether it was Wizards or their parent company that made the deal, 
saw like holy shit this is actually getting really big um we should mm-hmm. work with them yeah oh yeah and uh, and and had a, a thought there which was great and i mean there's been merch like i mean they have official funko pops for vox machina and everything like it's it's hilarious <laughs> yeah. but i oh. yeah i'm i was i was one of those where i was like i have to like they you know it's like well you can you can start here and you don't really miss anything or you can you can jump to the second campaign because the production quality is better and it's like i don't I didn't mm-hmm. want better production quality. Like I live for shows like that where they're like, "Look, we're still trying to figure this shit out." Yeah. Um, and you know, starting at the beginning, like I started at the beginning because I have to. I can't start yeah. it like, "Oh no, start it." You know, episode. You know, it's supposed to be like episode twenty-four or something, where they're like, "Start there." And I was like, "No." Yeah. No, I, I gotta go. I gotta start at one. I have to. Yeah. Um, and it's and it's so worth it. I mean, they 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 practically drop a fucking pyramid on somebody at one point like it's it's hilarious yeah um, I, I remember i remember i remember uh seeing what you're talking about where like on Reddit, they're like yeah the best places start here you know that's where you they kind of like get the story together i guess um with what they're doing and the sound is a little bit better and blah 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 blah, blah. yeah um, and I, it's and funny I didn't, didn't this come around the same time stranger things came out like originally uh, the first season I think this came out a little before. I think this okay. Was, I think this was before, maybe by like a year or two. Because I'm trying to think of when. Because this came, this started in like 2015. Okay. I think, and I think Stranger Things was a little before that. Twenty or, or after that, uh, 2016. Stranger yeah. Things was before, so it came out so, about a year before. Yeah. In my head, that's like kind of the same time frame. Like this, the zeitgeist of Dungeons and Dragons was coming back big. Yeah. Uh, around that time um i just in my head i guess i remembered them being roughly around the same time um frame or maybe that's when i started hearing about it i guess uh uh but yeah it's i don't know it's that's crazy man i want i want to listen to it i want to watch it but there's so much (laughs) there there is but take it's 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 absolutely worth it because they they yeah. watching and especially watching watching their DM watching Matt have to do every because he, he has to do all of the side characters you know yeah. whether they're villains or allies or even just you know one off random street merchants it's hysterical oh, yeah. and they they introduce a character in in one of the early episodes I can't remember which one um, who's their their sponsor and shopkeeper in uh, in Iman, which is the city they're they're based in, uh, mm-hmm. his, his name is Gilmore, and he is he is he is in every sense of the word fabulous. Yeah, and I love him. I, I love him to death. And I was like, <laughs> I the the retail store that I work in, I'm largely by myself. Mm-hmm. So fuck it. I I want to try to be like this. I want to incorporate some of this because it's just absolutely fantastic. And That's funny. I might as <laughs> I, I might as well be a character for the customers because who gives a damn? Uh, yeah. But it's oh, it's so fun. It's it's such a it's it's a really good show because also they do the the surprising depth that you find in these characters. You're like, oh wait, that's right. That's what happens when people actually get into playing Dungeons and Dragons. Like it right. gets it gets intense and it gets yeah. dramatic as hell. And it's some of the best TV I've seen all year. Oh yeah, it's really, really good. Yeah, dude, it's it's crazy how popular that is right now. And like, like you know, we said earlier, now they have their own Netflix show, or I'm sorry, Amazon show. Yeah, uh, which is crazy. It it's 
crazy to see where they came from and now where they're at uh, with that. Um, yeah, this was just this was just a bunch of voice actors who who played mm-hmm. a D and D game, and they were like, "Yeah, sure, we can we can stream this online." I mean, and, you know, fine, we do it anyway. We, we'll, we're happy to help out. And, and it's funny because other people. Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, no, it's just like, and now they have you know their own, you know, they have their own charitable foundation and their mm-hmm. own line of uh, their own like official line of merch and and all this kind of stuff that they do, and it's it's nuts. And it, yeah. that, that following caught on quick, even from the first couple of episodes. The people that grabbed onto it, like, grabbed it with an, with this just white, hot fervor of, like, this is mine and I will fight to de- death to defend it. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? Fair enough, man. Fair mm-hmm. the hell enough. They found something they loved and stuck with it. And it, the, the, the critter community really does seem like kind of one of the best sorts of fandoms. Yeah. Um, so that's so that's oh, very yeah. cool. And so I'm so I am planning to like that's that's going to take easily the rest of my year. Like, yeah. Not even joking. There's because I'm doing the math on this and there's two. How was that? Two hundred and seventy. Two hundred and eighty-one episodes altogether. Mm-hmm. Uh, between the three campaigns, and I'm just. Oh boy, and that's not even counting like the one shots, or they have like a little spinoff thing, and I'm just like, ah, oh, it is. It's gonna be the end of the year. It's gonna be the the, through the end of the year where I'm just like, okay, here we go. Mm -hmm. Well, what's what's crazy is I saw you've heard of. Have you heard of Harmon Quest? Yeah, yeah, it was uh, Dan Harmon, right? The guy who created Community. Yeah, Yeah. Community, and it's crazy to see how they. I guess they. I think they started around the same time, and. The Harmon Quest has like some big names show up in it, and it's crazy how Critical Role, which you know, it. The, the, I, I don't think voice actors get enough uh, credit, uh, you know, in 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 the acting community and stuff like that. And and I think it's wild that they're that's how popular their show is. That's how good their show is. That's how big uh, their community is. It trumps anything Harmon Quest did. Like uh, uh, their footprint is bigger uh, than anything. And it, I was I was watching this uh, this video on it and how they how much money they were pouring into Harmon Quest. And I don't want to like poop on Harmon Quest here, but it was it, it just that just shows like how passionate that community is for Critical Role and how much they love it. That it just it just completely dominated the landscape. Yeah. Um, because I was like, yeah, what are some other ones like it? And I, I, I looked that one up, and it like, and it, it, by all means, it should have, it should have survived. And I, I don't know if it still is going or whatnot. No, it ended a few years ago. Yeah, to see, yeah, it ended exactly. Yeah, you don't hear about it, um, and it's just, I don't know, it's, it's crazy. Yeah, but yeah, it's, it's, it's wild to see something like that take off. But it's, it's yeah. absolutely worth it. Like it's, mm-hmm. it's so, so much fun. And I'll send yeah. you. I'll send you uh, a link to some of the like. If I'm if I'm if I ever run across an episode where I'm like some of this shit gets wild, mm-hmm. I'll send it to you and just be like and just kind of like timestamp it of like here's where like if there's something like it, either okay. really funny or really dramatic of just like holy shit, um, yeah. I'll send that. I'll send that along to you. Time Definitely. Because um, and especially the best part of it is watching it because watching their reactions to some things. Are just of course the the over the top kind of ridiculous moments are 
are the best. And watching mm-hmm. these guys all just break down on occasion, I, there's one point there's like where like three or four head desks happen at the same time. Oh wow! It's, I, it's those kind of moments where you're like, these God, that's right there, because you can see you're like, what idiot would do something like that? And then you're like, oh <laughs> wait, that's right there, barbarian has an intelligence of six. Oh that's wow! Right. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, oh yes, very in character, very nice. That's, I get it. And then yeah. sometimes where there's a moment where. There'll be some bit. There'll be some kind of big dramatic holy fuck kind of moment, and watching, watching this whole group just all kind of stare wide eyed of just like, oh shit, that went down. Like the, <laughs> it's, it's ah, oh, it's so it's so good. It's really really good. And I rec- I definitely recommend it. Um, and so, yeah, and since it's one of the the justifications where people are like, no, just start with the with either like the the third i think it's like the third arc of the first campaign or just jumping into the second campaign entirely um mm-hmm. the problem with that is you skip vox machina which is one of the more well-known ones yeah in terms of the the groups that they've run right um, because they've really only run through they've only really just kind of started the third one um, yeah and it's yeah. and each campaign is a different crew which is fun um, yeah, but they're like it's the same cast, but they're they're all different characters uh, each each season, mm-hmm. and you miss you, you because it kind of it kind of picks up what's the what's the oh, what's the middle of the story phrase in media race, um, it just picks up like oh we've already started okay fine um, yeah and then they kind of piece the backstory as they go, it doesn't really kind of matter if you do jump in like halfway through something because they're already in the middle of something when the sh- show starts anyway oh okay um, gotcha yeah it doesn't start with and here's how they met no that's that's actually what the that's part of what the animated show's doing there's a comic book that covers the origins uh, or at least part of oh. the origins um but yeah the yeah the the sh- the animated amazon show covers like some of the backstory and part of the first campaign um, oh, okay. So you could you could do that. Um, also, if you wanted to to not sit and watch it for you know three hours at a time on YouTube, which is daunting yeah. and and it's understandable where it's like oh this is so nor and normally I'd look at something like that and just be like oh my god this is gonna take forever. Yeah. But it's so damn entertaining. It's so much fun and it's a ride. It's mm-hmm. it's very much a ride. Um, Oh, yeah. And especially watching them play these characters and dive into these characters and see, yeah, <laughs> there's 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 one watching Matt do the side characters is is fantastic. Like how he doesn't earn awards for having to switch between you know twelve different characters sometimes in an episode with different <laughs> voices and mannerisms and everything. Like it's not just he doesn't just sit there and put on a different voice. There's one character that's only. You know, they 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 bump into him once to buy some black powder from him, and he is an old timey crazy coot of a prospector. Yeah. And he and he is absolutely just cranked up to fifteen, mm. and it's one of the it's just it's absolutely insane. But when they finally get done with that scene, the whole cast just gives him a, a round of applause because it's just bananas. <laughs> yeah, I yeah I, I gotta check it out. Yeah, it's it's oh, yeah. I gotta start it again. You've you've convinced me. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 absolutely worth it. And you and and yeah, you can pay. And like I said, you can literally just jump in whenever because you can be like, yeah. oh, I missed some things. But even if you go back to the beginning, it's still like, oh, I've 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 missed things. 
Yeah. Um, so it, it kind of takes that away from it, where you're like, well, what if I go back and listen to, to this part? And you're like, well, some mm-hmm. of those things will be answered, but a lot of them they will kind of cover again if they become important again. Yeah. Because they'll, they'll do a thing of, of where it's like, oh, you know, remember – well, but remember when this happened. Oh, yeah, no, and then this oh, – okay, yeah, and it led to this. Oh, all right, yeah, I remember that. Because, um, <laughs> you know, they've been doing this campaign even at the point of when they started the show. They've been doing it for fucking years at that point yeah. already. So even they have to be reminded of like, wait, when did we do this? Like when yeah. – did, how did this happen? Um, and I, th- I don't envy Matt the size of the game and the world and everything that he's put together. Mm-hmm. I, it's, it's, I couldn't be a DM. There's way too many notes. <laughs> yeah. There's, there's no way. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. It's, um, I've done, I played D once, uh, with some friends. It was fun. Um, but it was only a couple sessions. It wasn't like a whole thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, man, it's. It's crazy. Stranger Things has brought in that kind of uh, back big time, just as big as probably Critical Role. Uh, it's funny they they're they're popped in, you know. I guess Critical Role a year before, um, and it's only getting bigger. There's just only it's just getting bigger. And I'm hearing about it from people that I uh, you know would never I would never think would talk about D and D or anything like that. So. Yeah. We're slowly yeah. and 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 to start work out one of the things we sell. We don't do a lot of D and D stuff, but we we sell uh, really just kind of different dice sets. And mm-hmm. I'm starting to see more and more people come in and just kind of take a look at them. Yeah, you know, not and not in just kind of like a oh okay these are those things kind of way, but in yeah. what much more of a of a just kind of like hmm I think I might actually need this kind of yeah. way. And I like I'm here for it. Like I oh, yeah. I have I have never played D&D, but I like I took I took a few hours the other day and was just like, "All right, I need to see like making a character is hard." Oh yeah. There's like there's so much like I You got to get the handbook. You you have to get the you have to get the handbook and even yeah. then you still have to go back and forth from the sheets and and mm-hmm. you're just like, "All right, now I need to do this and I have to add this this like there's there's a lot of math and a lot of reading and I really think that's why so much of of our generation and Gen X turned out to be more mm-hmm. more literate than a lot of people kind of expected or they yeah. tend to see a little bit more like nerds had to read and do math to do D and D big time. So it's like, that's, that should be almost like a class in school. It's like, here's how you do this. If you can figure this much out, then -hmm. you definitely read and do math above grade level. (laughs) Oh yeah. Yeah. I, (laughs) my, you want to know what my character was? What? Hold on. Let me, let me see if I can pull it back up. His name was Riggs. Okay. Uh, (laughs) Was he, was he too old for this shit? Uh, yeah, basically, yes. <laughs> he was a old, you know, old soldier. Um, let me see if I can pull it up. Oh my god! See, I don't even know the names of the. Uh, so he was a um. Uh, what do you call it? God, the the cat. What's the cat race? Oh um, uh, uh, shit. Yeah, I don't remember. Um, hold on. Let me see if I can pull it because I have the. Uh. Let's see if I can pull it up. If <laughs> see if you can dig back through it. Yeah, my, yeah, yeah. I went, I went real basic with mine. I just went, I just went with a human wizard for mine. I was like, I'm, I'm as a as, as just sort because he was really just kind of like a, a thought experiment of like, can I actually figure this out? And I think I did okay. 
Uh, yeah. but I did, but I did want to get crazy. You know, I didn't mm-hmm. want to have, you know, I didn't want to have like a tiefling cleric or, or anything wild where I was like, I'm going to have to figure out too many bonuses and too many proficiencies. Like I did not want that. Yeah. No, I was a ranger. Um, and I don't know the cat race. Um, you know, basically, it's basically like the Khajiit from, uh, from Elder from, Scrolls, yeah. From Elder Scrolls, yeah. Yeah, I can. Oh, yeah, I know what you because I know I don't. I just I forget if they have like a different name because I feel like they're a thing that has different names because I know exactly what you're talking about. Um, but yeah. there's. Hang on, I'm just gonna have to look this up because it's gonna make me crazy. Um, yeah, let's see here. Um, it's the. You're looking for tabaxi? Is that what you're looking for? I think it. It's I, yes. I, it's a tabaxi. That's okay. it. Yeah. So it's an old withered uh, soldier. Uh, so you want me to just read? Um, sure, go for it. I think what? Let's see here. Uh, let's see. Riggs. Okay, here we go. Uh, Once I was a crusader for the House of War. I Riggs pledged my life to the raw of the divine. But the war changed everything. Ross sent me to save the pride I grew up among. Uh, in route, I stumbled upon an injured displacement beast uh, who was surrounded by a pack of blink dogs. Uh, I saved Big Tig's li- life that day. And ever since then, um, or never since, and ever since then, he's saved mine. Tiggs and I discovered the camp of uh, my pride uh, the following day. I arrived too late. I discovered Ra uh, was the one who ordered the use of swamp gas, destroying my pride in the process. Now I'm a mercenary killer, uh, one of the infamous members of the Kanji Club. I stole that. Uh, and swear by my ninth life, Ra, I will pay for what he did. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah. So, sorry. I was just re- but yeah, that that's – and so I, had, I was a ranger and I had a pet. And my pet was a displacer beast. Nice. I, I don't know if you've ever seen what a dis- I displacer have, beast I have not. Tell me about it. So I don't know. They just look like a giant panther-looking thing that has like tentacles kind of that come out of it. And you can't uh, – like I don't know, Google displacer beast. You'll see what I'm talking about. You can't. They're like you. They're not in focus, and they're con- they're like moving. Okay, um, I get so you. So they're hard to hit. Uh, and I just thought it'd be fun to be uh, Riggs and Big Tig, <laughs> Riggs and Tigs. <laughs> that that was the nickname for me and uh, my cat. Oh, okay. One of these things. I've seen them. I'm I'm pretty sure like they've also been in like. Or something similar to them has been in like at least all the Final Fantasy games. Yes, probably. Yeah. Oh yeah. I just thought it was such a cool looking. It's, um, it is neat looking. It's neat as hell. Yeah. Uh, this was this was around the time we played when uh, Magic, the Gathering was um, doing Dungeons and Dragons cards, and I really loved uh, one of the looks that they had for the Displacer Beast. Um. And I only had like a day or so to come up with it. I was like, what should I do? Because uh, here, I'll send it to you uh, through Messenger, the Displacer Beast or whatnot. I wish I had a picture of my guy too. Um, but yeah, it was just an old soldier uh, uh, and, he, and his dog basically. I just wanted to tell that story. Yeah, <laughs> fair enough. Yeah. And, uh, and then basically I just – I looked up things through Dungeons & Dragons like – what do they believe in? Okay, they believe in Ra, the the sun god, and 
you know, that he had a pride and the pride was killed and, you know, blah, 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 blah. Anyway, but yeah, we did that. Um, and, and I've always kind of wanted to do it again, but just it's hard to find people and the time, you know, uh, everyone is like everyone's, of course, working these days, families. So it's like it's hard to get everyone together and like agree to do something like that once a week for however many weeks. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yep. Yeah. And and yeah, like you said, it's, it's a lot of work, especially with the DM, uh, going into picking your traits, picking what you're going to take with you, uh, all of this stuff. And then the DM of course has to come up with the adventure, knowing what you have. Uh, it's kind of crazy. It's, it's daunting. Yeah. You're basically creating a video game in your mind and everyone's kind of participating and you can like as a dm you have to set the rules and you have to also like think of like well what 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 creative things can we do um and then there's the things you can't prepare for like you know imagine you know one of your characters decides well actually i'm gonna go off this edge of the map and you're just like fuck i haven't drawn that yet Uh yeah So it's oh, like, yeah, I, exactly. you know, what 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 happens when they decide, you know what, actually, I think I'll burn down the apothecary. All right, well, hang on. Hold on. I'm not no, – well, okay. So Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> there's, a, there's a guy on YouTube called Matthew Colville. Um, I don't know if you've seen any of his videos. No, they're, not familiar. They're really cool. I'll, I'll send you a couple um, where he talks – like he talks about D&D uh, and, and he, he does it in such a way where he knows that – the audience might not know everything about D and D. So it's very like, you know, five, 10 minute videos, sometimes 20 where he'll go into detail about things and do a very good job explaining them. And, and a ton of videos of like, Hey, you're, you're dungeon master and you want to do a story about this. Here's some great ideas. Uh, he used to be a, uh, he used to work for turtle rock and made, um, Oh God, evolve that video game evolve. He worked on that. Okay. Yeah. A bunch of other stuff. My so, sympathies. yeah, yeah. But I feel, has, I feel bad. Evolve had really good ideas. Really yeah, bad. but he's actually he's uh, I think he's friends with Matthew Mercer. Are they? They're in like circles together. Sure. And, and he does his own campaigns, and they have their own. Like he's he's like doing his own thing, and it's really cool. But yeah, he's Matthew Colville on uh, on YouTube. His his videos. Are pretty fun to watch. I, I discovered him right around the same time we were playing the D and D, and I was trying to get into Critical Role. But yeah, nice. Oh yeah, oh, that's cool, man. That's awesome. Maybe we should do some D and D sometime. That might be fun. Um, but uh, but yeah, man. So cool, cool, cool. Um, let's see. What was so? Uh, is that just taking up all your time? Have you done anything else? Watched anything? Uh, uh, caught up on Stranger Things and Kenobi, and that's that's been it. Oh, okay, cool, cool, cool. So yeah, we'll definitely talk about those uh, in a little bit. Um, I've watched a ton of stuff. God, where do I even start? Stranger Things, we'll talk about that. Miss Marvel, we'll talk about. We'll probably talk about it next time. Uh, uh, that's been really great. It's yeah, one of the good. best Marvel shows uh, they put out. Um, I love a lot of the choices they use in it, but we'll talk about that later um, or uh, next time. Um, I watched We Own the City. Have you heard of this? Yes, but so, I've, only in that like I've heard the title. 
Yeah, it's a mini series on HBO. It's okay. like six episodes, uh, so it's not like a big commitment or anything like that. But I think everyone should watch this show. Um, yeah, well, you said the you said the same thing about uh, uh, what was the thing that I hated. What? What? What would you? What did you tell? Was on? Was it something? It was something on HBO. The Office thing. What was it? The Office. The uh, um. Oh, where the work life and the home life are, are separate memories. What was that show? Oh, you're talking about Apple TV, Severance. Yeah, yes. That's right, yeah. Yes, that's won ton of awards. Yes, it's an amazing show. Everyone should watch it. Uh, Logan is wrong about that. <laughs> I, I do believe everyone should watch it so they can have their own opinion. I'm, yes, I'm always yes. a believer in, yes, watch this. Um, yeah, and ab- decide absolutely. For yourself. And I, and I'm glad I'm glad you gave that show a chance. You you tried it and it yeah. wasn't for you. Um, but it's, a, it's uh, the only way to really find out. I hate people who are like, "Well, I hate this thing." Well, did you try it? Like I'm the same way with food. Right. You know, I hate this. Have you tried it? Right. Yeah. Well, exactly. Well, no. And it's like, well, was it something that absolutely sounds disgusting, like head cheese, which I will never try because that just sounds awful. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's like when it, you know, it'd be like if anybody, you know, if I, it's when it's like, well, this is by M Night Shyamalan. I'm good. Right. Like, it's uh, like sometimes someone told me once, and this stuck with me, and I still haven't tried it yet, but I'm open to try it. Someone said for some reason people put like sharp cheddar cheese on an apple pie, a slice of apple pie, and oh, I thought, yeah. well, that sounds disgusting. No, it works. It but, really works. Yeah. And then uh, you know what you know what got me? I thought, well, you know, people eat like pieces of cheese and like a slice of apple, like in the same, you know, plate, <laughs> you know, when they're having little uh, whatever. So I was like, oh, that actually makes a little bit more sense. So, uh, but yes, things like that. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Anyways. Yes. Severance. Um, uh, of course we talked about, but, uh, we own the city. Um, uh, it's really good. It's got, uh, what's his name in it? John Berthelal, John Berthelal, the, the, the Punisher. Punisher. Yeah. So he's basically the Punisher in this, but he's a police officer. <laughs> Oh, good. That's yeah, what, so that's he what might, we need right now. He might even have the Punisher logo on his vest because uh, uh, this entire show is about the police corruption of the Baltimore Police Department. The true story. And they um, managed to boil that down to six episodes. Yes. Oh, yeah. So this tells the rise and the fall of the Baltimore Police Department, essentially. The, the gun task force – or gun trace task force, I'm sorry, um, and the corruption surrounding it and how they – got their tentacles in all of the departments and slowly and surely throughout the season, you realize just how insanely corrupt the police are, um, especially in Baltimore and how they, of course they all cover for each other. It's a gang. Um, where do I even begin with this? They, uh, it's, it's very well done. Um, it's a very true story. I looked up the, HBO also has a documentary about it on uh, on their network as well. I don't know the name of it off the top of my head, but they do have like the actual documentary where they talk about it, and it's 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 they tell the same story, and it's about how how just how it easily all of this can be just corrupted, uh, and you know they're they're follow, they're you know they're they're putting um, trackers on drug dealers' vehicles and then waiting for them to go to a certain location and then rob them. The police are robbing them. They're putting on masks and stealing from them. They're, of course, you know, putting stuff, they're, uh, what do you call it? Um, when they go to a stop, they're putting cocaine in their pockets and vehicles. Pla- uh, planting, planting. Planting, yeah. They're planting guns um, just so they can, and, and, and it got so bad in this city that they were having a hard time trying, getting 12 people to do jury, dude to do jury duty where like every person they ran across because they had like over 300,000 
stops or arrests or whatever within like a year time period where it was getting to the point where not a, no one in the city trusted the police. No one. They could they could hardly gather it. You know they they go through the series and they talk about how like it would take them days just to get one person to be like, oh yeah, I'm a vet and I trust the police, so I'll be on the jury duty. Because everyone else they talked to were like, no, they're corrupt. There's something you know very deeply wrong with uh, with our system here in the in, in Baltimore. So. Yeah, you kind of it goes through the rise and fall, and you see how easily they're all manipulated. Uh, you had people within the police department. Essentially, what they were doing is, if they knew you did something bad or wrong at all, they would use that against you. And then they were putting these people in their in the same unit that they all had something on them. Like, oh, you got caught with cocaine. You're coming into my unit because I know I can do any. I can make you do anything. And I have something over you. And then it was just – and then they would let them go into other units. And so they would have ends on all these different units and they could just be completely corrupt. So it's it's a fascinating watch and it's very sad uh, knowing that it's a true story, of course. But um, yeah, We Own the City. I won't say anything much because you know, I won't spoil anything, but it's a true story. So it's – you know. Um, but yeah. This uh, it was good. Uh, another thing I started on HBO that I haven't finished yet is the leftovers. Oh, you poor man! What do you mean you poor that man? That was that was another one where I was like, okay, I'll give this a shot, and I was bored to actual tears. Oh, the leftovers is great. It's it's another one where it's like it won all the awards and people loved it, and I just I just couldn't, I just couldn't. Um, yeah, I get the I get the premise. I and and do you? Because I <laughs> the premise is still like well, just what? the just the base idea of like was yeah. it like two percent of people just like disappeared or some shit? Yes, yeah, yeah two percent of people. I think it was like one hundred forty million. Yeah, is just gone, and they, there's no explanation. So you see, you see how humanity reacts. You see the cults that pop up, of course. Uh, the you you see um, uh, just how everyone moves on um and yeah it, it, it the show is very different going into the second season so i'm curious because there's only three seasons this is david lindelof's baby so you know he did lost he did a bunch of stuff um uh and apparently the leftovers was you know he did watchmen of course uh, and just like with Watchmen, he told them he wanted one season. With The Leftovers, apparently he knew going in this was only going to be a short time period that he was going to have with this. And he wanted to tell a very specific story. So um, I'm in season two right now. I find it interesting just because I don't know what's going to happen next. Uh, you know, the, the the main character, this isn't that much of a spoiler. His father, uh, uh, something happens. Uh, he's got some mental health issues where he's – He's losing it. He doesn't, you know, uh, I, I don't know what you would call it. It's not, maybe it's dementia or sleepwalking, all sorts of different things. And he's starting to slowly get it as well. And in the second season, he's waking up in the middle of the night at a completely different location with a cinder block tied to his leg. And he doesn't know how he got there. So, like, I, I love that kind of stuff uh, where it's like, wait, how did we get here? And then they kind of backtrack and you see. So, um, but yeah, so far I'm liking it. I'm only in the second season. 
what else? I know I've been I've been watching too much stuff. I'm trying to think. Um, I had it listed here, the offer, but I don't think I started that yet. I didn't start that yet. Uh, Fair enough. Yeah, I think that's it uh, for watching. I know I'm missing something. Did we talk about Top Gun? No, we didn't. Okay, so I saw Top Gun. Nice. Was it good? It was amazing. Excellent. Yes. Have you seen it? I haven't, no. Oh, okay. No, I'll catch it when it comes out. It'll be out on Peacock in a month. I'll, I'll catch it then. Yes, it was uh, shockingly good. And I heard this from people because I was, you know, before I went and saw it, I think I saw it like the second weekend it was out. It, Jurassic Park was out when I saw this, so I didn't see, I didn't get to see it in Dobie. But it was still really cool to see in the theater because of the way they shoot it. Because I think they shoot it like actually in the planes with someone else piloting, but they make it look like yeah. they're piloting. Yeah, they did it. They did as much practical as they could with it. Yeah, and it was amazing. Uh, and it was very it's 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 simple it's a very simple story they didn't try to overdo it there are some remember berries in it but they it's done so well that i just kind of rolled my eyes at some of them because i but i was still so very much interested in the story um and what I mean by that is like it's in the trailer. Like there's a scene where they're all on the beach and it's slow motion and they're playing, you know, uh, not not volleyball, but you know, they're, they're, it's like the <laughs> it's just like anything else where they're bringing something back yeah. and they're like, yeah, remember that scene? Um, but when when they get into the jets and they're going as fast as they are and as crazy as they are, they do such a good job explaining the the risks, the dangers. Um, and all of that stuff, and and they even bring in like you know modern day stuff like drones and stuff like that, like you know. So, but anyway, um, it's really good, really well made film, uh, and I think that's all I've seen. I don't know. I uh, I purchased the all uh, everywhere all at once or whatnot that movie. Oh, from, every everything everywhere all at once. Yeah, everything everywhere all at once. Uh, but I haven't watched it yet. Oh. And um, the other one, uh, the RRR film on Netflix. (laughs) (laughs) The oh god, where do I even begin with this one? When Um, when I when I when I was when I was working at my theater, that came out. Yeah, and this was when they started. Like they, for some reason, they really started to push Bollywood movies. I was like, okay, sure, fine, whatever. You know, we are not. You know, this this is not really the area for it, and yeah. they never sold any tickets. But okay, fine. Do you like I? I was just like, all right, we'll put it in a smaller house because it's not going to do well, and they mm-hmm. they they didn't. But yeah, they're nuts, uh, in fun ways. But they're very just, fun ways. They're just wild and so outrageous, and it's it's like I couldn't make like I couldn't sit and watch them like I do Marvel movies. Um, but that's kind of how I felt though watching it. There, there, there are a lot of similarities. There really yeah, are. It, um, and the but here's the thing: like I would get tired of it after, like into the second one of into the second of any kind of like these crazy over the top action scenes that you get in Bollywood movies. Mm-hmm. I feel like I would just kind of get tired. Yes, it is. It's two and a half hours. I think it's very long. Or yeah, running time 182 minutes. Yeah, it's three hours. Yes, three hours. Yeah, so it is long. But it has a really good story. It does. Like, it very like, much does. 
like I thought people were joking when they were like, this is really good. I thought, okay, well, I've seen some of the uh, scenes where they're just over the top ridiculous. You know, they break laws of physics. And you get and you get those, too. And you get those. You absolutely do. And they are amazing. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. Oh, they're so wild. Like it's, yeah. it's, it's crazy, but it's, it's, but it's interesting and, it is. and you're right. There's, there's, you know, and I mean, that's, you know, judging those movies based on, you know, like clips you see on, on, you know, mm-hmm. on Twitter or TikTok or something is largely this, like, I mean, how much criticism do we level at movies here where it's like, yeah, but you're only seeing like one or two things. Yeah. Um, but mm-hmm. there, no, it's, it's like, it's one of those things where like, if you're not, if if you've never seen a Bollywood movie, it's not a bad like first dip in. Yeah, it's it's long, but they're entertaining as hell. Very entertaining. I could not I could not look away. I was just because they'd hit you with the good story, and then they'd hit you with the crazy over the top action, and and like I said, it almost felt like a Marvel film where I'm like, you're right. What's the difference between Black Widow jumping out of a helicarrier and you know, I don't know, platforming herself down for, you know, like it's, it's just as over the top. Yeah. If you think about it. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it, it, they do some crazy stuff in this. Um, but yes, that it's, so, uh, what's great about it is it's on Netflix. So just search RRR and, uh, yeah, I don't even, I don't even know if I should say anything else about it. Just go watch it. Yeah, have just, fun. No, absolutely. Just go check it out. That's de- yeah. This is definitely one of those kind of things where I'm like, go check it out. 20 sure. minutes in, you'll know if, if it's for you or not. Oh, yeah. There's, a, there's enough of the craziness and enough of the uh, – you, you understand the story that early on. So you, you'll get it. And, and if it's not for you, then move on. But yeah, it's it's <laughs> it, it, it's crazy, man. The, I don't know. I, I really enjoyed it. And I'm going to look forward to anything these people put out moving forward. Uh, There's – because there was there was a string of those right around the same time. There was RRR and then there was like two others because that's part of a series. Yeah, see, I, I, I thought I've seen – like I saw – I thought I've seen some like ridiculous stuff on YouTube like – but this is – the budget that they had – I don't know what the budget they had for this, but like it looks good. Yeah looks crazy but it looks good <laughs> like i was shocked at how well it all looks um but yeah it's i don't know uh it was amazing yeah so i've watched that there's things i'm missing but we'll talk about that next time because we got to move <laughs> on <laughs> but uh but yeah been playing of, of course warcraft uh have you got the playstation plus super ultra max uh, UltraSync del- Deluxe. The, the yeah, what is it? The uh, premium, I think, is the, is the top one. Was it no? It's extra. It's it's plus premium and extra. It's oh my god! It sounds like anime naming for like it, different power levels. It reminds me of of Xbox Live Bronze, Silver, and Gold, and you saw how long and how well that lasted. Um, oh my god! And it's really here's the thing though. It's actually really simple. They've overcomplicated it. When yeah. it's actually really simple, the the basic level is just PlayStation Plus, same as it same as it was with those perks and whatever. That's that's all their their basic tier is. Their second tier is is PlayStation Plus and what was PlayStation Now, which is basically just 
unlockable stuff that they folded into it. They basically just mm-hmm. just lumped it in there, stuck it behind that second tier padlock, and and took away the name. Okay, yeah. fine. And then the the extra tier or premium or whatever the hell I forget how they all work. It's essential. No, it's essential extra and premium. They went the other way with it. That's right. Okay. Uh, essential is just PlayStation Plus. That's all it is. Uh, extra is PlayStation Plus and uh, PlayStation Now. Uh, premium mm-hmm. is PlayStation Plus, PlayStation Now, and the uh, the what they call the classics catalog. That's the PS one, two, three, and PSP games. Yeah. That they're releasing and um, like an like hour long trials of some games. Yeah. That's that's basically it. Um, mm-hmm. I think the I think the premium is worth it uh, because it's here's the thing it's 120 bucks a year for the premium which is 10 bucks a month. Um, yeah, that's how it breaks out. Now if you pay monthly, it looks way more ridiculous than that because it's yeah. like, it's like it's something where it's like it's 18 is it eight 120 for a month 120 for a year actually sounds too low because it's like 18 for a month. Um, yeah, they basically told me I have like I I like how I did when I logged in they were like. Because me, it's like fifty more dollars to get it until I think like May of next year or something like that to add on to my uh, PlayStation Plus. Yeah. Um, and I was thinking about it. I don't know what I would play, uh, honestly. But I don't have like I don't look back fondly on PlayStation titles like I do Nintendo. Yeah. Like oh, the see, nostalgia. I do. I do. Yeah. The nostalgia would to me. I always felt Super Nintendo games held up so much better than PlayStation games because that was at the time where PlayStation was like, we're doing 3D and it's going to look terrible and you're going to love it now, but boy, does it not look good now. It, oh, no, it definitely hasn't aged well. No, yeah. Not by so, a long shot. But th- that's why, like, but I can put on Super Mario World. I think I'll be able to put on Super Mario World 20, 30 years from now and it's just going to look as amazing as it did when it first came out. But these other games from PlayStation, I don't know. I don't know how good Tekken is going to look on my, you know, any of my, the TVs. I, just, I, I mean, t- you know. terribly because polygons don't age well. Right, right. So that's why I was always like, I don't know who this is for, who this is for. Me. For you, yeah. Yeah, I guess. like, it... uh, And there's plenty of, like, I would love to see more, because there were also plenty of PS1 games that still have those kind of art styles that still hold up. I mean, Gex would still look great, but they're not going to put that out there. Um, yeah. The 60, and here's the thing, like, it's when, it's when games went 3D that things got very time-specific. Right. Um, because yeah. 2D games could look however the hell you wanted them to look. Right. Um, you know, they were all going to be cartoony. Mm-hmm. It was just a matter of art style. It's why, you know, Act yeah. Razor looks different from Mario, looks different from, you know, take your pick. That, that's why, to me, like, Super Mario World holds up and 007 Goldeneye does not. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, and that's and that's perfectly fair, but that's that and, was the and, difference and, between 3D and, and not. Right, and at the time, Goldeneye was a fucking... That, that was a whole nother level of game-changing... Um, and it, yeah, it just so that's why like I, I don't know. I think it'd be cool. I, I haven't looked at the list, but like, God, what what were some of the games? What was there was like a helicopter game that I always played on PlayStation. Oh God, it's like a green helicopter. See, I'm that's the other thing. I'm like trying to remember the names of them. Yeah. Um, are there wrestling games on this? Not yet. 
Okay. Um, and that may be a license. That's another thing of like I don't know how many of the classics are going to be yeah. like not PlayStation exclusives just because it's so much easier to license them. Right, right. I don't know if I was playing, you know, PlayStation back then. You know, you just got what you got. I didn't really, I, I didn't put any thought to like, is this a first party game? <laughs> this is, you know, so I'm not even. I don't even. I don't even remember at all. Was it called Airstrike? Oh, I'm trying to think of the helicopter game we played over and over again. Um, are the is the Tony Hawk collection on this? That's uh, another one. I don't see it on the classics catalog. I think what I'll do. I think I'm just going to get it just to, for whatever, for shits and giggles, for the remainder of my PlayStation Plus, and then go in there and, like... Because I'll probably just need to see the covers. That's basically what it is. Yeah. Because then I'll be like, what did I rent from Blockbuster, <laughs> you know? Um, it's cool. All right, but yeah, like, looking through this, like, the even, like, it's the stuff they have listed under the cla- quote-unquote classics catalog cracks me up, because some of it's, it's, like, the Uncharted collection. Like, it's PS4 stuff, and I'm like, classic... When I think of classics, I don't think... Of, like, I just think old games you know i think classic as in like Mm -hmm. age wise Um, but i mean they do have the thing that's interesting is like all the like ps1 classics are kind of well at least most of them anyway um have been mildly updated for ps5 and 4 um like they have you know you get like the uh you know like the save state menus and like you can rewind and shit like that um Mm -hmm. that you've had in emulators forever um, they okay. also some of them uh, have had uh, have added trophy support, which is kind of interesting. Um, okay. But oh wait, hold on. There's trophy support for some of these. For some of these, yeah. Um, they have the uh, like the uh, I don't okay. know if it has trophy support, but they have the uh, Resident Evil Director's Cut, like the 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 PS1 Director's Cut is on here. Um, they have like there's and there's like it is like an interesting mix of what they've decided to put on here in terms of like the the older titles like the PS3 titles have just migrated over from uh, the PS like the three and two titles that they had were uh, just migrated over from PlayStation now Um, but they have uh, there's it cracks me up like um, they have IQ intelligent cube from way back when which i absolutely loved um it disney and pixar's toy story 2 is on here the, do they have way of the samurai i don't see it yet oh man i don't I so. love that game the the playstation like the playstation 1 games right now are fairly limited um mm. they have i think it's playstation 2 yeah they don't have a ton of them on here either what? Um, not not yet. It's like they'll, their biggest library, right? They'll and they'll get there. But again, there's the there's the thing of like having to make deals with publishers, a lot of which mm. don't exist anymore. That's true. Um, so, yeah. Where do you even? How would? Yeah. Yeah. Um, where does I mean, it's it's why you that? can have something like Hot Shots Golf and Jumping Flash and Siphon Filter and Tekken Two on here, but it's mm. hard to get some of the like the more kind of out there ones. But they'll get there, and there's a there's also like a lot of the Disney games on here too. And before you mock, because it's easy to to laugh at the idea of like why are there three Cars games as part of this? Oh, people come out looking for those things, man. That's true. No, um, I'm... like they really do come out. Like I get people disappointed that 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 they get. It's like, hey, I'm looking for any of the Cars games, and I'm like the. the 
hang on, are you talking about like racing games, or do you mean like based on the franchise cars? They're like, no, ba- like the like the, like the Kachow. Like I, <laughs> Kachow. I, I'm like, I get what you're saying. I understand that it like that clears it up. Um, but I don't have any. Oh, yeah. but like, where can I go find it? I'm fucking eBay. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I see they got some Star Wars games on there. Um, oh, by the way, the helicopter game I was talking about was Nuclear Strike. I vaguely remember that. Yeah, it had like a green title and a, and a helicopter yeah. flying around. And I don't think they have that on the list here. I'd, I'd be a oh, little well. surprised. Um, but the yeah. they do have a decent, like their, uh, and also like the PS Plus, like updated <laughs> library. I don't know what the hell else to call it. Um, like mm-hmm. the first party stuff or like the new gen stuff that they have on here is like, this is pretty solid. You yeah, know, I mean stuff that's included. You know, Miles Morales, NBA Two K Twenty Two, Ghost of Tsushima, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, Red Dead yeah. Redemption Two, Returnal, Death Stranding, MK Eleven. Mm. Like, I mean, it's not, it ain't nothing. You know, no. it's it's no, and you know, no, it's no Game Pass Ultimate, and it never will be. Yeah, but it's a, it's a shame. But it's, yeah, yeah, but it's a better. It's it's better than I thought it was gonna be. Yeah. You know, I fully expected like, oh, they'll have, you know, a handful of titles on here and that'll be it. There's a lot of of interesting third party stuff on here. They have uh, what I think one of the Dark Pictures anthology games on here. Mm. All the Final Fantasy games, you know, I mean, the the eight remaster, nine digital editions on here, the 12, the Zodiac Age is on here, the 10 and 12, mm. the 10 and 10 2 collection is on here. Um, mm. And then. Also included is like the Ubisoft Plus games, so like okay, like all kinds of Far Cry stuff. Uh, what did I see? I saw the Division somewhere, um, but all kind there's there's all kinds of stuff. It's not it's not bad. It's really not. It's better than I thought. It's no like I said. It's definitely no Game Pass. Yeah, but it's not as it's not as bad as I was expecting. Yeah, it's really not. Oh, Chris Tales is on here. I should download that. Duke Nukem. Yeah, well, you know, they can't all be winners. <laughs> Duke Nukem was great. Which which one is it? Uh, probably the original. Or no, Duke Nukem Forever. Yeah, no. Duke Nukem. No, Forever was trash. Oh. I forgot which one I played. Yeah, probably 3D. Like, Duke Nukem 3D was the best one, and it's also very much of its time. Oh yeah, 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 no doubt. Yeah, um, I remember playing that with friends, just running around killing the pigs. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, yeah, no, I'm looking through it now. It's it's, it's a big list. I guess this is just the classic list I'm looking at. Um, man, I would love to play Way of the Samurai again. God, that was such a good game. Um. Man, I really enjoyed that. I would, that would be great if that came to it. Uh, is it on Steam, actually? I don't know. It may be. Yeah. Hmm, let's see. Way of the Samurai. Uh, no. Way of the Samurai 4. Okay. Never <laughs> played that one. <laughs> that looks very different. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. I don't know if... I'm... Okay. Well, I'll get that later. Um, cool, man. Yeah. So you got that? You've been you messing around with it? Yeah, I've been I've been dealing a little bit with it. Um, cool. But it's like I said, it's a de- like it's decent. It's it's definitely better yeah. than I was expecting. Um, 
and like I said, for for 120 bucks a year, I mean, for, for to to break, you know, for for 12 bucks a month like that, I think that's worth it. I mean, you're still getting you're still getting all the the PlayStation Plus stuff. Like the the basic under the essential package was just PlayStation Plus. You got the PS Plus collection, mm-hmm. the monthly games, um, and like some of the exclusive stuff. Under the extra collection, the only thing that's added from essential to extra is that extended game catalog. Not the backwards, mm-hmm. not the, the classics, but just all of the extra first-party stuff. Like, that's kind of their... That's kind of the ultimate, yeah. in a sense. But for an extra, like, what basically rounds up to be, like, two bucks a month, yeah. you get... Um, you get the... Uh, um, what the hell am I looking for? The classics catalog, you get, uh, like, those hour-long trials to games. Like, that's... That's yeah. where you get that kind of stuff to that, the, that comes in. The best the best thing about these kind of things to me is you and your friends, if you both have it, you immediately have a shared game library where you can go through some games, especially the newer ones, and be like, yo, let's jump into this. Let's jump into that. Um, and then just the added bonus of like, hey, you have all of these games that back in the day, you know, you could rent one at a time at Blockbuster or be lucky if you got one for Christmas or, or your birthday, or be lucky if you had it at all in general. Uh, maybe you didn't have a, have PlayStation 1 or 2 or 3 or whatnot. Now you can go back and play them. Yeah. That is really cool. I've kind of come around to it now, <laughs> just talking <laughs> talking about it with you. Like, ima- kids are spoiled these days. Imagine having this, this much access to any games when we were kids is just insane um, to think about. It's almost too much. It's almost like too many options you don't know what you would – just like you just scroll the wheel here and go up and down. Hmm, what do we play today? Yeah, uh, it's it's crazy. It's so crazy how things have gotten so far advanced. Uh, where it's, I don't know, just be able to turn it on and play any of these things. It's crazy. Yeah, I, I'm definitely gonna get this and go through it later and check out some older games. Like, is is Prap of the Rap on here? Uh, yeah, I saw it on here somewhere. Okay, I know cool. It I want to check that out. Kick chop, it's all in the mind. If you want to test me, I'll show you. See, I still remember it. That's... Punch, kick, kick, punch, it's all in the mind. Yeah. Oh, wait, it's a kick punch? Okay, yeah. sorry. Chop, chop came later. Okay, sorry. But anyway. <laughs> had... Oh, no, I was, oh, no, I was, I was... close. <laughs> I still, I still, pl- like, that, like, all those are on Spotify, too. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, no, I'm going to mess with that later. Um, and, and like I said, just like the Xbox with Game Pass, I loved the shared library idea. I think that's going to be the biggest selling point moving forward because it does suck when you're like, oh, this new game came out and like your friends might not get it. And you're kind of stuck there by yourself and it's not fun or you don't play it because you can't join them. I love this idea that like, hey, if you just have the same thing that you pretty much have a, a – big chunk of your library is shared yeah uh, and you can jump into it and play with them so i don't know i think it's really cool anyway cool 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 let's oh man we have not even got into any of the news or anything like no, that no we haven't we should yet. probably get going so uh we can get into like obi-wan and whatnot later yeah um i mean really the the big news this week was just i mean there there were a couple of smaller announcements that i don't quite remember but i mean the big thing was was the the conferences we had this week the yeah whole big kind of uh you know i mean we'll start with you know xbox had their like xbox Bethesda mm-hmm. showcase 
which was which was a lot. Uh, yeah. And I was thinking it was like when because the, the way they promoted it was like it's Xbox Bethesda, and I was like, okay, so we're gonna hear a crap ton about Starfield and like mm-hmm. Redfall, and that's gonna be it. What they they, they kind of failed at the branding of just like no, it's Xbox games with a focus on some select Bethesda titles in particular. Mm-hmm. Like they talked about a lot of shit. Yeah. Um. And then just kind of spotlit Bethesda. Yeah. Um. But, like, yeah, it started with Redfall where they showed a new trailer, and I'm like, this just looks nuts, and I'm in. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, I'll try it. I have Game Pass, so I'm definitely there. Um, but, yeah. yeah. Nothing too much jumped out at me. Look, did look, did look crazy, though. Yeah. Like, that looked good. Hollow Knight Silk Song looked good. Oh, yeah. Um, High on Life was interesting looking. Mm-hmm. I don't, uh, like, I, I, I don't know too much about it i don't remember too much about it which is probably yeah. ironic but <laughs> oh that was the uh that's the one that had like the rick and morty voice actors in it right oh okay it, it even has like red letter media people voice acting in it that's why i didn't care that's right that's why oh I really i have if as soon as i'm sorry but as soon as i see like from the from the minds of Rick and Morty. I just tune out. I don't think. I don't think it says the minds of Rick and Morty. I'm sorry. The voice actor. The no. It's, it's, it's the very it's, distinguished. I feel like it's the creators because it had the same kind of style. Oh, okay. Yeah. I just the 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 voice is very. What do you call it? Like, oh, that's you know, that's uh, Rick or whatever yeah. Morty. Um, but the apparently the red letter media guys are in it too. Like the voice acting, the crazy bugs or whatever that's on the end of your guns. Yeah. Um, that was the thing it was like, I was like, this is an interesting idea. Um, <laughs> I'm very, like, I'm very down for it. And then, um, I don't think there's enough funny games. Sorry. I'm, no, and I'm okay. Like, here's the thing. I'm okay with that. Like, do like, yeah. do you think this is just one of those words? Like, it's not for me Yeah, And it's by like Justin roll, uh, Justin Roiling created this. Like um, when was, when was the last time you thought like a funny game, maybe South Park, the stick of untruth or whatever. The, yeah, I mean the South, but I mean the South Park games are the South Park games. Like they're based right. on an IP. It's funny that people are are just discovering the South Park. I, it's funny. I was on Instagram or whatnot or TikTok, one of those, and they just discovered the South Park video game, and they were going through it, and they're just like, "How is this allowed?" Like you get to the part where you pick the difficulty of the game. Do you remember that? Uh huh. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's just it's, so- because it's because it's by skin tone. He's by skin t- and they're just like, how is this allowed? It's like, yeah, the, it's because like, it's South Park, and it's, it's South Park, and it's yeah. funny because it's true. It's like, true. It's, yeah. I'm, I'm not a I'm not a, a giant South Park fan, mm-hmm. but you can't argue with like, oh yeah, hey, by the way, like they they hit this nail right on the head. Yes. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah, no. So I I'm always I, I look at those kind of games where I'm like, okay, that's trying to be funny. That's very rare in video games because. Everything's so like the next shooter, the next you know uh, alien game or monster game, and it's like okay, humor is very hard to nail in a game. So, uh, but yeah, I don't know. I'm gonna try that when it comes out. Well, that's what's cool about the Xbox stuff is it's all part of Game Pass. So, yeah, or most of it. But yeah. So anyway, yeah, I, I always kind of look for stuff like that. Yeah. No, I'm I'm t- and it's it it kind of cracks me up like seeing like they're doing a Destroy All Humans two remaster. Yeah. Like that was another one where it was like, yeah, that was, boy, yeah. that got weird. Like they went, <laughs> that went funny weird. And there's, and I, I, I hate this because I keep seeing this ad everywhere. So I have to share it with everyone. It's they, 
because part of it is like they there's like the church of the aliens and mm-hmm. it's oh it's so it's so weird but they're uh part of the like collector's edition that they're doing comes mm-hmm. with like this uh it's like a metal was it like a metallic kind of like poster but it's a speci- it's like the the face of their their church or whatever okay and it has a it it has a verse on it and it's 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 the stupidest thing ever and i keep seeing it um and because they don't say it on the commercial they just keep showing the thing and it's just Mm -hmm. one of the aliens with his arms stretched out and it's it's from the it's from the second book of hesitations okay from two hesitations (laughs) uh chapter six verse nine Okay. Uh, so from two hesitations six nine, it simply says, "Behold, he comes." And I'm just <laughs> like, that's, that's, that is that's all you great. need to know about the the reprobed edition of Destroy All Humans Two. <laughs> that's great. But you know, speaking of comedy games, they were just like, "Nah, we we just kind of say the hell with it. Like, mm-hmm. let's just go." It's like, all right, I mean, fair enough. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, those games are fun. But, you know, we had that. We had, uh, you know, a lot of, you know, Riot Games was like, hey, mm-hmm. a lot of our DLC is going to be, uh, you know, free on Game Pass. It's like, oh, cool. the whole thing? Like, apparently if you get League of Legends, you get all the characters playing yeah. on it. Like, that's that's nuts. Yeah. That's absolutely that's, crazy. So that's it, a little wild. Yeah. I think that's a big get for them. I it is. I guess that's a big deal for Riot Games fans. Yeah. Um, we got a, another trailer again for a Plague Tale Requiem. I feel like we've mm-hmm. seen this trailer before, or one very similar to it. Yeah. Um, they showed off the next Forza game, which they're not. It's not going to be Forza Seven. It's just Forza Motorsport. Just fine. Cop out like that. Um, I'm so tired of like we've had so many in this series we have to start back at the beginning fuck that yeah Um, unless you're rebooting something you know I get why God of War 4 just kind of became God of War Mm -hmm. that's that's understandable that makes sense but you know call it Forza Motorsport 7 because then the next one is just going to be Forza Horizon it's not going to be Forza Horizon 6 it's going to be Forza Horizon yeah Um, which is kind of a bummer Um, but that comes Mm -hmm. out spring of next year um they added helicopters to Flight Simulator. Okay. Cool. I'm, just, cool. I'm doing the, the Orange Cassidy half thumbs up for that. Yeah. Um, that's really all the... Like, I, I like Flight Simulator. It's it's kind of fun and relaxing. Um, but holy shit, people go a little hard on that. And I'm just like, okay. You know, do yeah. your thing. It's fine. Um, yeah. But... My grandfather really loved flight simulator he wanted to because recently i was like what would you do if you got a good computer but like what games did you play and he was like flight simulator i think i played flight simulator and i was like you, you can do that but yeah. once you realized how much money it would cost to get a new computer and all that other stuff and he he used a complete mouse and keyboard he doesn't play with the controller so yeah yeah i was he just like nope i'm good <laughs> Well, and even like even for and for something like Flight Simulator, you know they have the they have the peripherals for it. So yeah. you know, so there's that on top of it if you oh, really yeah. wanted to go hardcore. Yeah, yeah. See, that's the thing. Back in the day, he was a programmer, um, so like he gets it, but he doesn't want to spend a dime. He doesn't have to, especially with the economy and everything. Yeah. No, I mean that's that's yep. fair. 
He's old and conservative. So yeah, he's not going to. He's like, nope, uh, no, nah. I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> it's how much? Yeah. Yeah. And, that's, and you see, that's fair where you're just like, nah, I, I, I don't need that. I'm, I'm straight. Yeah. Okay, yep. cool. That. <laughs> yeah. Um, yep. They they announced Overwatch 2 free to play coming October 4th. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, I mean, yeah. God, the, it's going to be even more toxic <laughs> with, with free to play. But, yeah. But, um,. It is cool uh, for, you know, if you've never played Overwatch, now is your chance. It's fun. Uh, yeah, it's, I, it, I think it's... It, it already started, like, a couple days after all this went up. You know, somebody mm-hmm. came in and was like, hey, I need to pre- pre-order the second Overwatch. And I was like, my dude, it's free to play. Yep. And he's like, no, no, it's only free to play for people who had the first Overwatch. I was like, no, it's, it's free to play entirely. Well, yeah, like, part of it is free to play. But, like, they I'm... wouldn't just give it away for everybody. And I was like, oh, oh you really don't understand how video games work anymore, man. Yeah. You know, but, like, but you know what, though? I don't I don't actually blame him because that's – I have to imagine that's most people. Right. Because that is very confusing. Like the problem is they're completely getting rid of Overwatch 1. Yeah. Like it's just not going to exist. They're going to like probably rotate maps or whatever. But, yeah. Um, but it's, ah. it's not a hard – but no, it's not a hard concept to say, no, the entire game is free to play. You don't have to spend anything. Which, when I have to tell that to people who come in and they're like, yeah, I need a copy of Fortnite, when you tell them, no, that, like, to download it is free. Like, it's but, free to play. It's just the stuff in it you have to buy. We're talking about people who have been just, capitalism has just been blown into their face every single second of every single day where I don't blame them for going, yeah, but... How are they not selling it? Well, <laughs> so I, I I get that. Well, but that's but that's why people can understand it with something. But it's it, it it's weird. Like when I say it, when I have to say something like that about like Fortnite, mm-hmm. you know, people get it. They're just like, oh, it's right. like I can just go download it for free. I'm like, yeah. But when yeah. I tried to tell that to this dude about Overwatch, and he was he was just like, it, it wasn't a thing of like capitalism. It really became really? a thing of like, but it's only for the people who played. Oh, if you already own Overwatch, I was like, no, it's free to play for everybody. He's like, well, no, they they wouldn't do that for everybody, and you could definitely tell this was yeah. what this was, was somebody toxic of just like thinking that Uh-oh. like it was that kind of thinking of like, oh, well, they wouldn't gotcha. give it to they wouldn't give it to them, they would give it to us because we're better. Everyone else oh, has to pay for it. That kind saying. of thinking. I thought it was like, yeah. well, there's no way they could give that away for free. That's preposterous. No, no, no. no. <laughs> it was very, it was very much a class thing of like, well, no. If we uh, had Overwatch before, we're entitled to free Overwatch too. Oh it's like, God. no, no. It's it's free for everybody, bro. Jesus. Yeah. No, it was yeah, that. It's... It was that kind of way of looking at it. I was just mm. like, I was like, man, this took two days. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh my God. Like that was it. Like the like it took two days for somebody to come in and just be like, well, no, see, like the the rabble have to pay for it. And I was like, I, yeah. you are the reason people hate Overwatch. I want you to know yeah. that. Yeah. I I stopped playing because I just I don't like the I, I play with my friends. They really love it. Yeah. Uh, but it's I don't know. I don't like the loot box system. Never liked it. Uh, wish they would get rid of it. I don't know what they're doing with Overwatch 2. Um, no, the, they did say they are getting rid of it, though, aren't they? Oh, okay. I, I think, think so. I think that was part of the thing was that there's no loot boxes. But I'm wondering, like, how are they – they have to do a season pass or something. To oh, make I'm sure it'll be a season pass. I'm sure yeah. it'll be a season pass. Yeah. Um, yeah. So – but we'll see. Uh, 
I'm definitely gonna check it out when it comes out. Um, I like Junkrat, and and then we, they, you know, they showed the Junkrat Queen. Um, uh, scrap was it Scrapper Queen? Scrap? I think. Yeah. Yeah, she's like basically Mad Max character, which more is or less, cool. yeah. Yeah. But cool, yeah. I'm definitely gonna check that out. Yeah. Um, they what was next? And they showed uh, Ara History Untold. I was like, oh, that looks kind of neat. Um, they showed another expansion for ESO. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because this was when we got a little Bethesda E, because then we got another expansion for Fallout. Or Fallout 76. R- rumor has it that people working on ESO is working on a Star Wars game. I. I'd, I'd, okay. Yeah. Uh, Star Wars MMO set in the Mandalorian time frame. I, but yeah, I think I remember hearing those whispers. Yep. Um, so. which, which wouldn't surprise me. I mean, the old Republic is, is here and, and kind of gone. It yeah, is, like I mean, it's it like, does, it does okay, but you know, it's it's, yeah, it's hanging on by a thread. Yeah, uh, um, but it's the you know that, that has an audience. But you're right. It's it, if there's any MMO that could go three times, <laughs> it would be a Star Wars one. Oh, for sure. Um, oh yeah. But yeah, it is. You know, if they come out the new Star Wars MMO. I'm there day one, uh, and I, I think a different time frame would be perfect uh and hey the mandalorian is very popular right now it's probably the most popular star wars thing out in a while so um that's a cool time frame to but the problem with that time frame is you don't really have any jedi so i don't know how they're gonna do that but yeah but i think i'm okay with that though and i think you have you have some jedi you would probably like your character could probably be a jedi i wish they had the balls to do what galaxies did galaxies star wars galaxies when it came out they told people they're they're Jedi in the game, but they said we're not telling you how to get it. You got to figure that shit out. Like, imagine a game company doing that these days. That would be impossible. But that's what they did. They were like, no, Jedi are in the game, and they're going to be very hard to get. And we're just not telling you how to do it. And when you see one, it is going to be extremely rare. Um, and that's what they did. And it, I think basically you had to like master two complete different. Um, uh, like uh, two completely different classes, and I think it was randomized which two you needed to do. Damn. Uh, yeah. So it's like it was hard. Um, but every once in a while, a Jedi would pop up, and they're very hard to kill. Uh, they had the highest bounties, and I don't know. Anyway, I wish they would do something as ballsy as that if they did it with the new MMO. Yeah, fair enough. And, but here, here's here comes the problem. Everyone wants to be a Jedi. Everyone wants to have a lightsaber. I get people want to play the other classes as well, of course, but I just see that potentially being an issue. Uh, but who knows? Whatever. We'll, we'll see. It, Star Wars MMO, I'm in, even if there's no Jedi, even if it's just like bounty hunters and criminals and, I don't know, smugglers. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, anyway. Uh, anyway, hi, Isle. Yeah. <laughs> It's a cool expansion from the ESO guys. Now that one's going pretty strong. People love. Oh yeah, ESO. ESO is ESO is still still yeah. pretty solid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, For sure. But they, you know, and then they talked about Fallout seventy six is getting the the pit update, which they talked about a while back. Yeah. I remember. Um, it comes out in September. You know, cool. Rock on if you're one of the you know fifteen people still playing Fallout seventy six. God bless you. And I, yeah, um, it's rough. They they finally unveiled the Hot Wheels expansion for Forza Horizon Five. 
looks neat. Which, they're, they're fun. Like those are always fun. Yeah, um, and they and that looks like my kind of racing. Yeah, game. and they are. They're they're wild and ridiculous, and it's just like, but why? And it's like that's the stuff you can get away with in Horizon. Mm-hmm. You can just be like, yeah, we just added Hot Wheels tracks. Yeah, that's uh, fun. But that comes out. Uh, that comes out a couple weeks. Um, they showed some new arc stuff for 2023. I didn't know this was a thing people still cared about. Yeah, it had uh, Vin Diesel in it. <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, cool. it's about family. <laughs> but you know, hey, good for them. You know. I think just him and his kids play it probably. He's like, put me in the game. <laughs> I think that's literally what happened. I and I mean, I wouldn't argue with him. Yeah, know? like it says, I'm not picking that fight. Yep. Um, <laughs> the rock is. <laughs> Every, half of the half of the people and so is Justin Lin. Um, right. Uh, yep. Yeah. So, so oh, maybe man. so maybe maybe let's not play Ark. Um, <laughs> yeah. But they showed off. Uh, what was the next thing they showed off? Scorn was the next thing they showed off. Um, mm-hmm. And it comes out October twenty first. There was where where was it? Where was it? Where was it? I lost my place. Uh, Flintlock, the Siege of Dawn. I still know very little about that. I also have very little interest in it. In fairness, um, but hey, you know, whatever. Good, good on them. Um, very, very, very happy for them. Uh, mm-hmm. There was a, oh god, that's right. They showed off more Minecraft Legends stuff. Um, which, you know, is like more, just like, hey, more single-player Minecraft. Okay, cool, do you, man. Do do your thing. Rock on, more power to you. Minecraft's huge. It's, it is. Oh, it is. It's the kids still, still love it. Uh, they still do. Uh, the Minecraft Minecraft and Roblox go yep. still go hard. Um, oh, yeah. So, you know, hey. They, Minecraft is Mario for a lot of Gen Zers, for sure. It's, it is, and more power to them. Like yeah, that's yeah, that's absolutely. cool. That's that's what their thing is gonna be. Okay, mm-hmm. bet. Um, yeah. What did they show off? Uh, Frontier. They showed a quick little trailer for. Comes out next spring. Uh, they showed a little bit more of Gunfire Reborn. Comes out in October. The the last case of Benedict. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Looks, what? Gunfire Reborn is the most basic video game name. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. It oh, sounds, God, sounds yeah. like a movie was like, we have to have a video game here. What are we going to call it? Ah, it's called Gunfire Reborn Deluxe. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. I don't know. When you said that, it just made me laugh. It's it, it, No, you're not wrong. You're very not wrong. <laughs> yeah. Like, we okay. call it Gunfire. It's like that. I don't know. That sounds like the next Chris Pratt movie. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, that's, it's Gunfire Reborn. It, it just it's Gunfire Reborn. It's like okay, well that's that's. I mean, you know, you <laughs> could sequel, call it that. The Gunfire Reborn, the Return Home. <laughs> I don't like to see Chris Pratt being in that. You're absolutely right. The, the third one, Gunfire. You know, Gunfire Returns, Vengeance. You know, <laughs> right, like just exactly. it's. It just gets more and more. Just like oh, it's it's that okay. Yeah. But, um. They showed off. Uh, they showed a trailer for for the last case of Benedict Fox, which actually looked kind of interesting. Yeah, uh, it comes out next spring. I don't know why that was one that grabbed my attention. I will probably. I like forget. the title. It's a it's a it's a neat title. Is he I will, a fox? I don't think he's a fox. Oh, okay. I guess this is his name. Um, yeah, that's one of those where it's like oh. I w- I will probably never play it and completely forget about it, even when it comes out. 
This but looks cool. at the moment, it just kind of snagged my attention. I was like, well, that yeah. actually looks kind of neat. Um, mm. Another one like that that I haven't heard anything else about since it was announced at E3 last year or at somebody's E3 showcase last year was a very uh, anime-looking like slice-of-life game. It was called, uh, was it Goodbye Volcano High? Okay. Where it's it's one where it's like you play as like these 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 high school characters who are trying to navigate life and the fact that the world's about to end. Okay. And it's like, well, this is just kind of ridiculous, but all right. Yeah. Um, and I don't know. It, that was another one where it was just like I don't know why that jumped out at me, but for some reason it did, and it just kind of stuck. Oh, okay. Yeah, I see. I see the. Oh yeah, they're dinosaurs. Yeah. I I get it. And it's it's very much like it, it like it showed no gameplay like it was very visual novel kind of mm-hmm. style, um, yeah. So I don't know if it'll play like an RPG or if it's you know you know more point and click. I don't know, but it just looked kind of interesting. I don't know. Okay. Um, cool. Uh, let's see what else did they announce. They they talked about uh, As Dusk Falls, which comes out mm-hmm. on the nineteenth of this month. Um, Naraka Blade Point, which already came out. Like, that came out a couple weeks ago. Mm. Um, that was just kind of like that final, like, sort of launch trailer kind of deal. Yeah. Um, they they showcased something called Pentiment, which I had never heard of. Okay. Um, comes out in November. It looked kind of cool, like artsy. Yeah. Um, they showcased uh, something called Grounded. Uh, this is These are always the kind of things, like, I don't really remember. Like Wait, they're in these sections of the show. Grounded's already out. They, I think they showed like new get new stuff from it. Was it new stuff? Because it was something about it that comes out in September. I didn't know if it was yeah. the game or if it was like new pieces for the game. They also weren't real clear on that. Well, well, Grounded is Honey I Shrunk the Kids basically, and you. Oh, and that's three right. Other this people. is where like you like the bugs yeah. and stuff. Okay, okay. And ants okay, and okay. and th- again, the idea of a shared library is so awesome because if I have an Xbox, you have an Xbox, two other people, we could be like. If we're bored, we'd be like, yo, you want to try this grounded game? It's free. Like, let's let's boot it up. And that's so, right. This is okay. As soon as you yeah. said that, I was like, oh, that's that's this thing. Okay, okay. I yeah. remember that. And I, and I love the premise. You're just you're you're small and there's spiders and all sorts of crazy shit. Yeah. So it's fun. Yeah. Okay. Now I remember because I was just like, I don't remember this at all. And then as soon as you said that, I was like, oh yeah, oh yeah, that, that. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um and uh, they talked about the uh, Erebon Shadow Legacy comes out in 2023. Okay. They they did some Diablo 4 talking. They talked about the Necromancer class, which what did they call it? The last class in Diablo or something like that. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. They tried to be big and dramatic like there's still, you know, like they, like Diablo is what it once was. Well, yeah. it does I have okay. Hope for it, Diablo 4. Uh Diablo Immortals, another story. <laughs> Um. Uh, what but, you guys don't have cell phones? Right. Exactly. Oh my god, dude! Have you heard the stories of people spending like twenty grand to try to get like a special diamond or something in the that, game? That doesn't surprise me. People are stupid. What do you want? Yeah. And here's my hope. And this is what I think they're trying to do: is put out Diablo Immortal, get those whales, get like make. I think they made like. 25 million in like a couple of days. That doesn't surprise me. Um, and then feed that money into like Diablo four where you don't have the, what, you know, the, the insane 
thing that Diablo Immortal is. Does that make sense? It, uh, it, it does, but you got to remember this is coming from a company whose board recently said, hey, by the way, we investigated ourselves, found out we didn't do anything wrong, right. and want you to vote against this measure saying that we did things wrong. Oh, yeah. No, I have no doubt they, they will be as bad as possible. Um, I'm just saying that's the hope, I think. I think that's what they're trying to do is go, here's Diablo Immortal for you whales and, you know, here's your game app, whatever. They can get away with it there. If they do that in Diablo 4, I don't know who's going to play Diablo 4 if, the, if, if, if any of that stuff's in it. Um, yeah, that's fair. That that would be a complete disaster, I think, on their end, uh, because I no one's gonna play Diablo Four if it looks anything remotely like Diablo Immortal. Um, for example, World of Warcraft has been fifteen dollars a month forever, right? Since its existence. Yeah. The only thing they've really added to it, money wise, is a store, and there's like a couple amounts and a couple of cosmetic things and that's it they leave that thing alone because people are already paying $15 a month um I hope that Diablo Immortal I'm sorry Diablo 4 holds on to that Diablo 1 2 and 3 spirit let the app be the crazy insane gambling tool that is terrible and whatever let it let that let that thing be itself so that this can be what it should be <laughs> I mean, just a diablo 4 single or a multiplayer experience right um, and i mean that's the smart way to do it which is why yeah. it won't be the way they do it i know we'll see man we'll see that's gonna that's gonna be huge if they fuck that up um but i guess that would be nothing compared to everything they fucked up in the last couple of years yeah so what are we talking about? you're right you're right you're right you're right it's oh, what a disaster anyway <laughs> i do like diablo though so i'm looking forward to that Fair, fair enough. Big, big fan of Diablo. Yeah. Uh, let's see what else we got here. Um, they showed off season seven of Sea of Thieves. I keep Great for- game. Did I tell you about the time that I got a boat stuck in that game? No, this ought to be good. Yeah, my first time playing it with, with friends. And it's one of those games where if you're close to people and they have their voicing turned on, you can hear them. Okay. All right, and yeah. so I got into a ship. I had no idea what I was doing. And you know that scene in Austin Powers where he gets the cart stuck? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I somehow got my ship stuck in the dock. <laughs> I couldn't do anything. I was freaking out. Everyone's laughing at me in the server. <laughs> the people like near me, they're like, hey, are you okay? I like swim over them. Oh, I, did, I didn't realize what I was doing, but I started to accidentally steal their ship. And they're like, hey, you can't do that. <laughs> and I was like, oh, Wait, this is your ship? They're like, yeah. And I was like, oh, I, I didn't know. Who, who am I talking to? And then, like, I found them on their ship. And I was like, I don't know. Help. I, I can't get my ship out of the dock. And they, they run over to the dock and they're like, how did you do this? <laughs> There's no way this should have happened. I'm like, I have no idea what I'm doing. I put the sails up. <laughs> it was just such a disaster. And everyone there, my friends included, were literally dying. I'm sure. Literally, one of my friends was like, I am pissing my pants because of how insane this is right now. Because <laughs> I just couldn't get the ship out. I think we ended up blowing it up. Because <laughs> he was like, I could just destroy it and then you'll get your ship back. And so he just cannoned it the whole time and blew it up and then finally was able to get it back. Because he's like, there's no way you're getting this out of here. Anyway, it was a fun time. That 
and things like that are why Sea of Thieves are it's just a really fun fun game. Yeah, fair enough, fair enough. Yeah. Yeah, get a good group, uh, meet people, and that's what we did. And we and what was cool is those two people, they were a couple, uh, they came and played with us for the rest of the, the rest of the evening. They had us on Xbox and it was fun. It was nice. really cool. Yeah, it was a good that's, time. Hey, that's that's what online gaming is supposed to be about. Yes. That's how that's oh, yeah. supposed to work. And it's why it's why stories like that are great because they're rare and that's tragic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like that yeah. should be that should be the norm, not the exception. It should be like, oh, we ran into these people and they were lovely. <laughs> Instead exactly. of like, we ran into these people and they couldn't stop insulting my mother. Or you know. <laughs> right, 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 exactly. Yeah, and it was it was fun, man. We had a good time. We went and raided some island, and it was fun. And it, it, we were just we were so bad at the game because we didn't know what we were doing. So it was just a really good time. <laughs> Uh, yeah. But, nah, you, you love you love stuff like that. That's yeah. That's why we play. Oh yeah. Um. Uh, they showed off. Uh, let's see what other stuff they show off. We'll go through some of these real quick. Uh, yeah. Ravenlock twenty twenty three. Cocoon twenty twenty three. Uh, Wolong Fallen Dynasty, which I don't remember a whole lot of. Uh, twenty twenty three. I'm gonna skip ahead a little bit because we're gonna talk about that here in a second. Um, mm-hmm. They announced uh, Hideo Kojima is working with Xbox on his next mm-hmm. thing, which is a big, big deal. Oh, yeah. I don't know if it'll be exclusive or if it's just that, oh, hey, he's working on something that's also going to be on Xbox. Yeah. Which in itself would be crazy, but if it was an exclusive, holy shit. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was... It was a huge get. It was. It very much was. The love Kojima. Uh, and they and they showed off, you know, some of uh, No Man's Sky too. Uh, I mean, uh, Starfield, <laughs> yeah. which is essentially the same. That was the most disappointing fucking thing I've ever seen in my life. Really? I yes. think it stole great ideas from No Man's Sky. I th- I think it just looked. I think for the fact that it was supposed to be this crazy big holy shit Bethesda giant Elder Scrolls in space thing. You're right. It doesn't look unique enough. It doesn't. It doesn't. It really. That's why yeah. it's like it looks like they took over production of no man's sky and right. that that's why it was underwhelming to me if we didn't already have no man's sky it would have looked amazing yeah but we do so it's uh, it was the most underwhelming thing yeah I, I i i agree with you i on the aesthetic of the way it looks yeah uh it's not where i would have went i like my space to look different from earth <laughs> Um, it didn't look different enough. I think it, you're, you're right. It looked like fallout. Uh, and I'm not really a fan of fallout. I think fallout aesthetic is boring and, and I don't know. I, I've never liked it. Elder Scrolls on the other hand, very different. <laughs> um, I kind of wish this had its own look to it. Uh, but it doesn't, it just, you're right. It kind of almost gave me an aliens vibe too. Like the way the, Everything looked like the Aliens universe um, with, like, the corporations and stuff like that. Yeah. And, you know, every, everything's a corporation. Everything's it's, it's just big shipping docks where you're moving stuff. I don't know. It. Uh, I'm still going to – I'm going to play it. I'm still going to check it out. Uh, but – I will speci- I will especially because it will be on Game Pass and yeah. it won't be something I have to pay for. Yeah. Um, but but it's, it's, it's interesting with something like Outer Worlds. That looks very different. 
Yeah. Uh, you know, and the don't they got another one coming out? Uh, yeah, they yeah that was I think that was announced during Sony's thing. Yeah. So, it, or Outer Wilds or one of one of those. Out, Outer the, Worlds. No, it's Outer, Outer Worlds. Outer Worlds. Yeah. Yeah. So it's going to be interesting seeing those kind of go head to head with each other. Um, yeah, I don't know. And then of course at the end they blew it up. They're like, "There's going to be a thousand planets and a hundred solar systems." I don't know. And they're all going to look basically the same. Yeah, it's going to be it's going to be interesting to see how they do that to make it badly. Um, <laughs> yeah, we'll see. I like giving the benefit of the doubt. Uh, you know. Yeah, let's give the Fallout seventy six crew the benefit of the doubt. Why not? Is it the Fallout? I don't think it's the Fallout seventy six crew. No, but I just it's that same company who was like, I, "This is a right. great idea." I fun. did see a YouTube video where the devs from like it was like ex devs from that team were just miserable that they were put on Fallout seventy six. Sure. Just completely like it was deflating. Yeah, like, that that was the exact opposite of what happened with. Uh, with Shrek, like that was. <laughs> Wait, what? So, so That's, here's a... took a turn I didn't expect. Uh, yeah, I know, right? Most Shrek stuff does. So here's the fun. <laughs> st- here's the fun story about uh, about the production of Shrek. Shrek mm-hmm. was the project you got sent on when they didn't like you. Oh, okay. If you if you couldn't hack it on Prince of Egypt, they sent you to Shrek. Okay. And so that was like Shrek. The Shrek production team was like the Island of Misfit Toys. And that's why they were just like, man, fuck it. And came up with this amazing. Don't get me wrong. Prince of Egypt is in its own right. This crazy, amazing, fantastic animated film. But I don't think I've ever seen it. Oh, Prince of Egypt. Oh, it's re- it's genuinely good. Like it's ve- it's it's a big, epic, hmm. dramatic. It's it's Moses. It's Moses. Um, okay, but it's real. Like it is genuinely super good, and the soundtrack is one of those where you're like, "Oh, damn, that's right. This goes really hard." Mm. Um, in all of the like Academy Award kind of ways, but without being pretentious. Like it's re- it's really good. I def I highly recommend Prince of Egypt. Very good okay, movie. but it was kind of that was one of those productions where it was like we have to kind of take this seriously. Like it was a it was not a funny animated movie. Right. Um, and so, like, if the if if you couldn't make it on Prince of Egypt, you kind of got shipped off to Shrek. Mm. Same company, still DreamWorks, same company, but very different thing. <laughs> right, right. So Shrek, I mean, Shrek was just kind of the misfit-made movie, and you know, Prince of Egypt went big and everything, and they're like, well, then what do you have? And it's like, well, we've got this other project working on. It's called Shrek, and they were just like, all right, fine, and you know, it became what it became. But yeah, yeah. that was. That was the, like, you got sent to work on Shrek. And gotcha. that's why it turned into what it did. Because they were just like, okay, well, then here we are. We might as well make a damn movie. <laughs> yeah. Um, but the other thing they talked about, and something that got touched on in the Switch Mini Direct, which I didn't really take any notes on because I don't think it had a tremendous amount of big news, no. um, was the the wide it, – it, we thought maybe this was just going to be a Game Pass thing, but then we found out like it's going to be across all platforms uh, later this year as uh, Persona 3 Portable, 4 Golden, and 5 Royal are going to start wide releasing um, off of uh, PlayStation. They're not going to be exclusive anymore. They're going to be on Game Pass – uh, they're going to be coming to Switch. Um, the uh, P- uh, P5R comes out October 21st on these other platforms. And I've just, like, I was through the moon 
you put you put you put Morgana yeah. up on the screen to make an announcement. I was there. I was like, "What the hell? What is happening here?" Yeah, I was like, excited. I, lo- yeah. I was losing it. And then when they did the thing at the end of the Switch Direct, uh, as soon as as soon as as Mona jumped up on screen, I was just like, "Are you fucking you mad bastards?" Uh, <laughs> and then it follows up. Sega is trying to option Atlas properties for for live action productions. And now oh, I yeah. know we, there's the the the, the 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 idea of adapting something into live action, especially anime or anime-ish things. Because I mean, Persona is an anime as a video game, like hands yeah. down. There's no question. Um, well, yeah, I mean, yeah. it's visually just so different from anything else. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that's and that's why I'm kind of excited for Soul Hackers. Uh, Soul Hackers Two to come out because it's Atlas and it's the same kind of art style and it actually looks kind of neat. Yeah. Um, but Sega is like, hey, you know, we have these worlds here. Like, I mean, Persona is a is a, a massively successful franchise. I mean, and compelling story. They got someone to nail Sonic. They they did. Yeah. Like, there's there are live action adaptations that work as long as they don't send it to Netflix. Um. But I, you know, so they they're like, hey, we we want to shop this around. We want to get some some adaptations going. And I'll I'll tell you what. HBO, with what they're doing with The Last of Us as an adaptation, they got the right people working on it. They got people who mm-hmm. give a damn. They, you know, I mean, Craig Mazin is one of those who bangs the drum about the the idea of balancing the authenticity of an adaptation with the reality of sometimes you just can't do everything that you want. Um, yeah. But he understands that, and it's a passion project for him. Um, so him as writer and kind of showrunner on it, Along with along with was it Neil Druckmann, I think the actual the actual guy who was in charge of of uh, I don't know if he's in charge of Naughty Dog Studios as a whole, mm-hmm. um, but like those guys are spearheading that project and it's in it's still in production. I don't think they've even moved to post production yet. Yeah, they've put a crap ton of time and effort and care into it, mm-hmm. and that's the thing. If if you do it right. If you put that kind of effort into it and you stick with it, then it can work. I think part of the reason I, – I hate that they scrapped Cowboy Bebop after one season just because people didn't like it. It was not – it wasn't as bad as people jumped on it to be. Mm-hmm. The problem was Cowboy Bebop as an anime had a hell of a legacy to live up to, and it wasn't yeah. going to. It was never going to happen. Yeah. Um, and – Netflix caved to the idea of, well, you know, there's 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 nothing that we can do about it, so we're just gonna give up. Instead of saying no, we trust the crew, literally and figuratively, mm-hmm. to go forward with it. They just kind of wussed out. Yeah, and that's unfortunate. Yeah, definitely. It, yeah, it sucks. It sucks seeing stuff like that from Netflix, and then you turn around and you see something like Stranger Things. And you're like, if you just give something time, change things it was a hit right out in the beginning, but like now it's so big, it's it, it, they don't give shows room to grow. Right. Yeah. But, but oh well. But yeah, Persona man. Oh yeah, th- I've never played three. I uh, played a lot of four, um, and of course five. So yeah. It, this is huge. Yeah, I'm, uh, I am supremely excited because not not having yeah. a not having a PC. Like I know I know uh, like I know Four Golden has been out on like Steam forever and a day. 
Yeah. Um, but not having PC, you know, hey, tough luck. Um, right. So like seeing, especially seeing that that's going to come to mm-hmm. to uh, to Game Pass and to Switch, and I imagine these games are also going to come to to PlayStation Plus. Oh yeah. I think yeah, they're going to be sure. included in that extra tier for PS Plus. Yeah, that makes sense. Oh yeah, I especially mean, go- since especially since five, not five Royal, but five is already part of the PlayStation Plus collection. Yeah, like it was a yeah. thing when they launched. Like that was one of those titles. Yeah, I mean, uh, the uh, Persona Four was the reason pe- people bought Vita, pretty much. Yeah, that was like the I seller. Rem- I remember, I remember seeing like the headlines about that. Like the Vita sales jumped because of it. Oh yeah, yeah, it's good. Oh yeah. Um, and the story's cool too. I really like the story. Yeah, no, it's stuff like that that it really yeah. hooks you in. Mm-hmm. But uh, oh yeah, but yeah. So Microsoft had some cool stuff. Um, yep. And then some stuff that was mildly underwhelming. Yeah. Um, but but good overall. Good overall. I'm I'm looking more forward to Redfall from Bethesda than I am mm-hmm. pretty much anything else Bethesda's working on right now. Yeah. Yeah, that um, game looks fun. Yeah. But, it, um, it, I mean, at least it looks kind of different. Yeah. So there's that. So, did, like, how... Okay, so there's a lot of Final Fantasy stuff coming out that I'm seeing here. There's... So, so confused. So, okay. So the the Final Fantasy VII Remake Integrated Edition, the one that has everything in it, uh, is now on Steam. That was a big thing. So that's how I can play Final Fantasy VII, the remaster? Yeah. If you don't okay. have a... If you don't have the... If you don't have a, a PlayStation. And is that the full story? Yeah. That's everything. Um, that's the whole Final Fantasy VII story. Well, that's uh, so. That's the whole remake story so far. Oh my god. Um, the when, fir- th- when do you think I'll be able to play the Final Fantasy VII remaster, the full story? Uh, probably four years from now. Okay, gotcha. That's okay. Cool. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm wondering. I, I, this is too much. Well, here's here's the thing. So there's. The first soldier and Ever Crisis are like the two little spin-off things they're doing. I think first soldier was the the battle royale, I think, and then Ever Crisis is something else multiplayer that I haven't been playing paying much attention to because it's in uh, because it's a another like multiplayer spin-off thing. Um, so Crisis Core Final Fantasy VII Reunion is just a Crisis Core remake. Crisis Core was the prequel to Final Fantasy VII. And they're just doing a remake of that. Comes out this winter. And then Final Fantasy VII Rebirth is the name of Final Fantasy VII Remake Part Two. <laughs> what? Yeah. I, this this is way too much. Like I get Final Fantasy being a franchise. Yeah. And having their like all these separate games, but Final Fantasy VII having one. Two, three, four, four announcements for four different things. What you've got to you've got to remember. They had uh, they had Dirge of Cerberus, which wasn't even, which was a a third person shooter, which was a Final Fantasy game. Crisis Core was a Final Fantasy game. There was before <laughs> Crisis. Like there were a lot. Do of they spin- know how much rent has gone up? Like how was? Why would help me out with this? They are going if, to pay this. These things will sell like hotcakes, man. <sighs> Yeah, but if you have a certain amount of money in your pocket and you're like, I'm going to buy some video games this year, are you buying five 
Final Fantasy VII games? No, because you bought Intergrade last year. You buy oh. Crisis Core Reunion this year. You buy Rebirth next year. They've got it oh down to one a year. God. The first so the first Soldier and Ever Crisis are free to play. I guess I don't know, man. <laughs> this is a lot. This it's, is too much. It's, it's one every it's one every year, and it's telling the the what story wise where they're at and why they're calling it rebirth is kind of interesting this is like this is like if they went like we're gonna put out super mario world this year we're also gonna put out the one third of super mario world this year as well called super mario world uh deluxe master then we're gonna put out a super mario world spinoff this year where you play yoshi and then we're gonna play super mario world yoshi two-thirds in the fourth and and it's like just hyper focusing on one game and then making seven titles out of it. And so this year we're going to put out Super Mario 3D World, and then next year we're going to put out Super Mario 3D World plus Bowser's Fury. Yeah, and then that's after crazy. That, yeah, it's kind of like they've done that before. Yeah, it, not seven of the same game though. That, no, but it's a, it's, it's a little crazy. They, they just basically put out the same thing on the Switch, so you can play it on the Switch. <laughs> uh, that's not no, that's not true at all. They've they have added and changed content. New Super Mario Brothers U became New Super Mario Brothers Wii U became New Super Mario Brothers Deluxe became New Super Mario Brothers Switch. Well, yeah, they just changed the title for uh, the different not, system they, it put they out. They did not just change the title. They added they it's added so and changed content than, in each one though. It's but so different from putting out seven different titles for one game in the franchise. I would argue that it's more confusing to the average consumer because especially – and here's the thing. Especially when you do it with something like Mario games because when people come in and they're just looking for Mario and you have to explain the four different versions of the same Mario game depending on which platform you have, yeah. that creates more confusion because it's Mario and people don't – like you don't expect that from a Mario game. From Final Fantasy, the fan base understands that there may be research involved. I guess it's from beyond a, me. From a Mario game, you don't have you don't want to have to explain to a six year old, hang on, which version of Mario do you want? They're like, I just want Mario. And it it's not that simple, but it should be. <laughs> I, I just would, want to play Final Fantasy seven. Yeah, but if you're explaining that to a, <laughs> if if you're explaining that to a six year old who can understand it, God bless that six year old. Like yeah. honestly, God, you know. No. I'm, I'm, you're, I hear what you're saying. You're, and your point is well taken. Your point is well taken. Um, <laughs> but here's the the basic thing that it boils down to is really there's just there's there's right right now there's one game there's Final Fan the way they name it is is crappy but there's yeah. the Final Fantasy VII remake cool what comes out this year the the remake of the prequel well why did they do it that way. And it's because the character that is the main character in the prequel is Zack, who they introduced, at least in this chronology. Bear with me here. For the purposes of this part of the Seven release setup. Because, God, if we go back all the way, we're just going to get into an even bigger hornet's nest. Yeah, it's okay. he's (laughs) He's the guy with black hair that they showed in the seven remake and you're like who the hell is he cool this is his story okay cool so now we're all caught up and we could and why it's important going Mm -hmm. into the next part of final fantasy 7 from a narrative standpoint it makes sense because we really do get to we're it's gonna suck because we're doing flashbacks and then we're gonna do a a not quite as far flashback (laughs) when we actually when you actually play seven rebirth so it's it's, it I'm makes... out at this point. Like that—that's—that's that's my problem with it. Give me Final Fantasy VII. Just 
just one game. Yeah, they did. They did that uh, twenty five years ago. I'm I'm saying if you're gonna do like a remaster, it's too much. This is too. It, this is too much. Well, it would have taken to remaster something that huge takes this much time because it's a massive world and it's a massive story, and it takes it I takes guess. more time than that. Now there will be. Whenever the hell part three comes out, I'm guessing 2025. Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, at at best, um, yeah, that I think that's when I'll try it. That's and that's fine. And then I would tell you, probably, and I would still probably have you play them in release order because narratively they're going to make the most sense. Yeah, because you're going to get to if you start with Crisis Core, you're gonna you're gonna look at this and go, wait a minute, this is isn't this the guy who's actually you know, the main character, why is this other guy, why does he have the sword? I don't understand. That's why they're releasing them this way. Narratively, they make sense like this. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I, it's like, I'm here for it. I'm down. I am excited. I can't wait for 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 Crisis Core reunion this year. Like, that's yeah. going to be cool. Because that tells, that's the origin story one. This is the, okay, we've established these characters. We've said, hey, here's this mystery about them. Now let's go back and say, okay, here's here's the beginning. Here's the the tragic origins of of how this shit all got all went down. Yeah. So I'm I'm excited for it. I'm really looking forward to it. And the, yeah. the slot machine mechanic in Crisis Core is fucking wild. So I want to see how this works. Slot machine mechanic. Okay. <laughs> As a main yeah. part of your of your battle mechanics. Oh man. It's fun. It's fun. I'm excited for the next Final Fantasy game. It looks sick. Yes, yes. I am very down for 16. 16 looks badass. Yeah. And that's that's where and you know that's again that's just kind of like if you're if you're burned out on seven or if you're waiting for for something else. This is the this is the other side of the franchise. This is the continuing franchise. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um. You know, it's that's the one that uh. Yoshida did right. Yes, Yoshi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I'm, 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 I'm pumped for the next one. Yeah, no, uh, that, and that, and that's gonna be awesome. Like that looks fantastic. Oh yeah, yeah. Whew. Okay, well, hey, we let's get into some reviews, uh, yeah. real quick. You wanna, you wanna do Kenobi first? Yeah, or... I think let's, I think let's start with Kenobi because uh, okay. we'll probably have more to talk about with Stranger Things. I yeah. think. I think so too. Yeah. Um, okay, what what did you think of Kenobi? I, you know, I just, I keep going back to the fact that we knew how this was all going to end. Yeah. Just in the sense of, like, you know, obviously Leia and Kenobi and Vader live, and that paints them into this really tragic corner of, like, Obi-Wan goes from this solid stance of like only one of us is going to survive this to finally Mm -hmm. just giving up and turning his back on this on the guy who's the emperor's right hand man and just lets him go like i'm sorry but this this was a series that should not have included darth vader because this was the inevitable conclusion and it it doesn't make sense like there's like Obi-Wan just lets him go knowing everything he's done and as an audience we know everything he will do and we look at Kenobi who 
who went from having this conviction of like this has to end to just saying, oh, well, you know, you're evil now, so goodbye. Like that doesn't make any sense, even for a Jedi, even for a Jedi, that makes no sense at all. Well, uh, I will push back a little bit with that. What was he going to do? Kenobi's not going to kill him. Um, he should have. But I, I, he left. He left. He he cut it, off all of his, think, practically all of his limbs, and left yes. him for dead on on Mustafar. Yes, yes, and I think you're right when you say they wrote themselves into a corner. Yeah. This is one of those situations like they, they wrote Superman into a corner where he has to kill somebody. They didn't have to do that. They could have done something else yeah. to prevent that scene. But uh, let me say this. I actually really enjoyed the season finale of this one. I felt like that's what they've been wanting to do the whole show. Uh, and they, This clearly was a movie before they made it into a TV show. And I think maybe that's one of the problems with it is – this should have been an hour. This should have been. I'm sorry, two hours, two and a half hours. Um, uh, the story of him, because I felt like they just kept repeating things with like, especially with Leia. Like she gets captured. She's she's running away. She's cap like she's running away from Kenobi. She's captured again. Like I felt like they kept repeating a lot of the same things and themes, which is Star Wars, I guess. Um, but this could have been really condensed down to two three hours yeah and it would have been oh just perfect um even if it wasn't a movie even if it was just like a three hour we're gonna put out kenobi for three weeks and tell three chapters i think it would have been much better um but i really liked the way it ended with kenobi invader the only problem like you said is they had what else could they do yeah um and, and kenobi's not gonna kill him obviously for you know he survives uh but also, that's not in Kobe, Kenobi's character. Jedi's, they're not going to do that. Um, that's the, and, and I'm not saying they don't kill. I'm just saying that Anakin was his, was his brother. And I just – I don't see it in – I see – just like in every other Star Wars film, they just throw the lightsaber down. Luke's not going to kill his father. Kenobi's not going to do that. He's not going to fall to the dark side and kill him. I get what you're saying. This is the whole Batman and Joker. Just fucking kill him so that he doesn't go on and murder and rape and do everything else he's going to do for the rest of time. Um, but you can't do that because that won't sell Batman comics. Well, But, um, I, but I'm going to bounce a little bit off yeah. of that one though because at least Batman has somewhere to lock the Joker up. It never works, right. but there's an alternative. There's not an alternative here. There's not well, a we're going to arrest Vader and put him in Star Wars Arkham. It's we're oh, going yeah, to yeah. let Vader live to continue to be serving the Empire. I, I agree with you. I, they wrote themselves into a corner. Yeah. That I, they, liked, I liked that. I actually really liked that lightsaber fight. It's a great I, fight. I, I liked the back and forth between them. I felt like we got way more out of these two characters in that last episode than we even did in – the entirety of the prequels, um, they're back and forth. Uh, the and I know they did that in Rebels, um, but it was so fucking cool to see live action, especially when his voice was going in between Ewan McGregor and uh, James Earl Jones. Um, oh my god, that was amazing. No, you uh, mean uh, um, 
James Earl not uh, oh god what Hayden Christensen and James Earl Jones Hayden Christensen yeah. yeah no it was it was it was fantastic but it came after something that infuriated the hell out of me which was what? it undid everything that Rogue One did to make Darth Vader look cool and even it did un- it undid everything Kenobi had done earlier in the season because oh hey when Kenobi wants to turn it on he's better than Anakin and he could have stopped him and saved the galaxy and instead he just walks away like, from a narrative standpoint, if we put aside everything that comes after, put aside all of the Star Wars in the future and act like that doesn't happen so we don't know the future of what goes on here, narratively, this decision makes no sense at he's all. Not, he's not going to lob his head off like like like, like Vader did to, to Count Dooku. It's just but, but that's gonna, not going to happen. But he's got to do something. Like, just from a good guy, bad guy perspective, okay, fine, you don't kill the bad guy, fine. You do something? You don't, you don't just let him go back to being evil? Because you yeah. know that's what he's going to do. There's no attempt at redemption here. There's not even that. There's not even, you know, Luke throws down the lightsaber and says he's not going to kill his You're father. You're not wrong. Because yeah. he, he knows, he wants to prove that there's still good in him in this confrontation. Mm-hmm. Kenobi doesn't have that. Kenobi gives up on him. Kenobi says, fine, I get it, you're evil. Goodbye. Right. Like, what? That's but, that does not that that aggravates the hell out of me. When yeah. it's just like, oh well, I'm not going to kill you, but I know that you're the greatest evil in the galaxy and you've killed younglings and you don't care and you're awful and horrible and terrible, and I accept that, so I'm going to let you go back to doing that. It, the, the, again, the problem is they already did this in episode three. Yeah, and, and epi- now it feels like uh, they did it again. Exactly. And it's- in, in episode three, at least it made kind of sense because Kenobi kind of badassly just sort of left him to die. Yeah. In in this, it like I mean, he caught on fire before as like as Kenobi was walking away. Like Kenobi really mm-hmm. believed either he had killed him or he had destroyed him in a way that meant this was over. In yeah. this instance. Not only did they make it look like, oh yeah, Kenobi can completely own Darth Vader, who's not the badass that we all thought he was, and saw that he was just a couple of episodes earlier, even. Um, but also, Kenobi is perfectly fine with letting someone who has committed these atrocities, and that he knows what he is capable of, just and and he's okay with just saying, okay, well then, peace out, homie. Like, I don't – I am absolutely livid at that's how this went down. I know they weren't going to have him kill him. They couldn't have him kill him, obviously, because canon and shit. But that's why they should have included Vader as a boogeyman and not had this fight. Or, had, just, it, or had it stop when they buried him and let Kenobi say, you know what? Let him think he won. I, I just think it boils down to Kenobi is not a killer. Anakin is. Anakin would have chopped his head off in a second. And again, I, I agree I, with you. I agree with you. And in, 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 I agree with you that they completely wrote themselves into a corner because any sane person would have ended him there. And that makes sense. So I 1,000% agree with you. The problem is, is Kenobi is not a – he's not a really good – he's not a <laughs> – He's not a warrior. He, you, no, definitely not. No, he's not a warrior. He is also not a. I can I can't stress enough. He's not a killer. Yeah, General, he's not, General Grievous would like a word with you. 
Oh, wait, you, he can't because Kenobi shot him through the heart until he exploded. That's right. Yes, but he was also, well... <laughs> he man. was alive. He was alive. I don't he, know. He, he murdered him. He killed He's, him. He killed him in combat, which, he, you know... Yeah, no, he did. And it wouldn't have been combat if he just went over and lopped his head off. Vader would have got... Vader had every intention of getting up and continuing that fight. If he had taken a swing, that fight would... It wouldn't have been an execution. That fight would have continued. I think it would have been an execution. Vader nope. was... Okay. Nope. His helmet was cracked in half. And, and we've seen him fight like that before. <laughs> I don't know. He He's not just going to sit... He is not... The kind of prince Anakin Skywalker is not the kind of principled to sit there and let himself be executed so that Obi Wan could could so that he could feel like Obi Wan would fall. Anakin, that was another point in that episode. Anakin has to win. He has to be victorious. He would have continued to fight because he, as a character, continually failed to grab. And this is true across all Anakin appearances, Clone Wars, Rebels, all of it continually falls short of grasping the philosophy of being a Jedi. He tries. He tries, but he always falls short. That's the difference between him and Obi-Wan. Obi-Wan lets him take that fatal shot in Episode 4 to prove the point that being better at dueling with a lightsaber is not the be-all, end-all. Anakin doesn't have that, and he never has. He wouldn't have just been... He wouldn't have just said, okay, fine, take my head off. Prove that you're that that you're better than this, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. He wouldn't have done that because he doesn't have that philosophical bent. He doesn't have that wisdom. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I just, I don't, I don't think it's in him. Um, I don't. I'm trying to think. I, I agree with you flat out that if like I mean it, even even when he fights him again he he lets Anakin win it's just they wrote that character completely into a corner yeah where it would have not going to strike yeah Vader it, down it would have absolutely been better to just not have had this happen in the first place that's what I'm saying yeah oh that, oh that's absolutely. what I'm saying is they should have left it alone with Episode three yeah and I do like I like this fight I think more. Because there was more character in it yeah. than that instead of, you know, before. Uh, and th this just goes to show that uh, Luke Skywalker was wrong and that there's not more to the Force than lifting rocks. Right. Right. Yeah. A shit ton of rocks. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I think... You go ahead, tell, tell me Obi-Wan's not a killer, but he threw just a barrage of giant boulders at Vader. Let's be honest here. Like, that was, that was they're, rough. They're, 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 but they're in a duel. I, I think it's a little bit different when someone is a maimed, helpless thing crawling towards you, just trying to get in your head. I, I think it, or or he was crawling towards you burnt on fire. I, yeah, I don't, crawling I, towards you burnt on fire. I get, but he was not. Vader was neither disarmed nor crawling while he's delivering this. Oh this, yeah, he was he was beaten, dude. He didn't then, have. Yeah, but then he got up and he still had his lightsaber. Well, that's the that's the thing. I think if Vader would have lunged at him, he would have ended him. But the, again, there's a big. I think there's a difference in, you know suicide by uh it would have been suicide if he if he attempted to l lunge at him i guarantee like i i get that but he was just talking 
he was complete. He was defeated at that point. I think that's how I, at least that's how I interpreted the scene is that Vader was done. In in um, Obi Wan's eyes, yes. In Anakin's eye, no. He did not. He did not he, believe. I think he was, was just beaten. trying to get in his head. Uh, like I don't know. It, which is he not was, something you do if you think you've already lost. I, I know. I know. I guess that's just that's how I interpreted it, is that he had lost that fight, and Obi Wan's going to do what he always does. He's going to walk away he's not going to do he's not going to give in to revenge or anything like that um the problem with this is though it 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 solidifies in canon the idea that everything is obi-wan's fault i don't think it's obi-wan's fault i think it absolutely is because if in that moment he kills darth vader which is something by the way that i believe his master qui-gon jinn would have approved of if, if anything, it was Obi-Wan – no, I don't think it's Obi-Wan's fault. It's Obi-Wan who honestly saved everything. He It, it was a big part of why why Luke was who he was and, and his training. If, if when, Obi- when he when, – because, I mean, if you go further down the story, Vader does come back and he does redeem himself, sure. immediately dies afterwards. Yeah. but. Agreed. But it, after, if it wasn't for that, it you after know. billions of people have died. Yeah, no, I'm not, I'm not saying he's a good person. I don't I don't think genocide is an acceptable like. Well, you know, we got this one guy to come back to the light side of the force. I right. don't I don't think that outweighs the destruction of Alderaan. We're talking about Star Wars, though, right? We're not talking about like I, no, we're talking I, about a fairy tale. We uh, are, but I'm talking. I'm also talking about a narrative structure. I'm I'm looking at this as a as a. Well, that's story. my point. Is that you can't. We're talking again. We're talking about Star Wars, right? Uh, it's been narratively fucked from the beginning. It does. Sure. You know, so here's your chance to unfuck it. No, but do, but, do some things to unfuck it, not fuck it up worse. Which they no, did here. The, the the idea I think behind, especially Vader, uh, is that it's never too late to do the right thing. Even if you've done a ton of bad shit, it is never too late to to turn around. Now, again, in the perfect world, obviously Vader would have been held up on crimes of, you know, uh, whatever. He he would have been fucking you know executed probably whatever. I get that. But I think the general idea is that it's never too late to do the right thing, and it's never too late, late, uh, you know, to to try and turn around. And I think that's the whole idea with him. And I think that's what that's what, and that's what the the whole. Pl- I'm sorry, that's what the whole idea was in this show because we see that with Reva, we see her character do the right thing when she didn't have to. She had she had Luke dead to rights and she did the right thing and Kenobi saved her. Kenobi talked to her. He's the one that he's the one. He he was the last uh, youngling that, that he could save. And, and I liked, that was one of my favorite parts about the show is it showed those two things kind of right up against each other and his failures and his success and he was able to talk to Reva throughout the show to convince her it's never too late to turn around and to do the right thing. Even though they did horrible things, which you're right, in any sane universe they would be, you know, hung or whatever. They would have been executed a long time ago. Um, but 
it, it's the Star Wars universe, right? You, you, to me, at least, I let some of that stuff go. Because um, what can you do? What, what is what is Kenobi going to do? Is he going to immediately kill Reva after that? Is he going to – should he have cut her down and said, well, you've killed how many people? We can't just let you free in the universe? Here's, like, here's the thing. That – that I will give you because she showed remorse. She showed this yes. attempt at redemption. Darth Vader did not show that in that fight. In fact, he went the opposite way and said, you think I'm evil? You have no idea. And, right. and here's the other thing that, that really upsets me about what they did with how badass Darth Vader was in the episodes where, where he's just walking down the street and killing the people as he's walking mm-hmm. to prove his point. He, he, for the second time in her life, not fatally stabs Reva. Mm-hmm. Like he does the same thing again, knowing that she'll survive and do what? Like why, why does Darth Vader, who we have established is someone who is not above the cold blooded murder of even children decide not to fatally stab this, this person who has held a grudge for, you know, however the hell, how long has this been? Nine years now? Right. Like, held this grudge for that long and committed themselves that much to get to the point where they took a shot. And and he just goes, oh, well, nice try. I'm just going to stab you in the side and leave you here. Right. That's no, not, I, I, it, again, that does not make sense. He should right. he should have cut her down in that moment. It should have been painful. It should have been extraordinary. And he should have – like, that scene – you know, the way he stabbed her, fine, whatever. Let her lay there and bleed and do the monologue about, no, I didn't forget. I knew exactly who you were from the yeah. beginning. And then Darth Vader. in And this this is where we could have drawn this parallel. He could have cut Reva down. Someone unarmed or closely unarmed, beaten and defeated, and Vader cuts her down. Then you flash forward to Darth Vader beaten-ish but potentially still armed, and Kenobi lets him live, there you can draw a parallel. It's still infuriating as hell, but it, it's, it's a, it, it narratively makes a bit more sense that way. But you've shown that Vader just simply decides, not out of mercy or anything, he doesn't have a change of heart, he just doesn't kill her? It doesn't make sense. Like, that doesn't make sense. That was yeah. a, there was so much... There were so many narrative things wrong with these characters just the way they've set them up in the show casting aside all the other star wars everything in the context of this six episodes so much of this finale doesn't make sense yeah from a no, narr- from a narrative standpoint within itself and it's they, they it's wanted to get these, to they wanted to get these two actors on the same screen together um and i completely agree i i think it it sh- i hope that if they do another season it has nothing to do with any character that we know. It will have everything to do with the continued adventures of Darth Vader, Obi-Wan Kenobi Hunter. No, no, no. Yes, it will. I, yes, I, it will. I, I guarantee you. I don't th- – I think that would be an incredible mistake. This is the – what, are they going to do it again? I This is, this yep. is the perfect – this is – I shouldn't say perfect because they should have done this in the beginning. But – I truly believe this is the last we see of those two. Uh, the, I think this is their last confrontation. Um, I hope that if they do another season, it is just Kenobi doing something else. Um, I did see the idea 
one of the writers put out there that they wanted to do where Kenobi was not alone on Tatooine. That Cody was there. That would be interesting. And Cody had his chip taken out and he was making his lifelong, like, I'm going to be here to protect you. Uh, kind of deal and it was in in Cody in Kenobi leaves Cody in charge of looking over after Luke while he has to go do his thing with Leia and it kind of cuts back and forth with Cody uh, making sure that no one's on the trail of Luke or something like that um, and I was like oh that's kind of a neat idea but they couldn't get um, the actor for Boba Fett to do it I guess at the time yeah because um, he was shooting. I was gonna say he's probably a little busy. Boba Fett. Making Boba Fett. Yeah. Yeah. So they went with a different idea, but I was like, oh, that's interesting. And I was also reading this was supposed to be a movie. Yeah. Originally, this was a movie. Yeah. So it, it a lot of this makes sense as a movie. Um, I don't know. I I completely agree with you. I think it I, as much as I really enjoyed that last episode. I loved the fight. I loved what they said to each other, and I guess I just knew that they were going to live so it didn't bother me as much um but you're right that's that's this is why well first of all prequels suck no matter what it is you always know going in the outcome of some characters so it does take a little bit away yeah, even better, if the story's great it takes a little bit away you better have a hell of an interesting origin story it better involve characters that we don't know like as yeah. an origin story prequels can work because we don't know the things that happen along the way it's why for as much stick as they get and deserve the prequel trilogy is very interesting because it does tell the beginnings of these characters that we don't know anything about how they got started yeah that's one thing but to tell like an interim story between you know like we know who they are and how they are and why they are this this serves no character purpose it really yeah. doesn't it doesn't no it, it I, I, well you know what no i'll say that this showed a, this was a better portrayal of obi-wan kenobi than the prequels i think character wise because he had an actual arc in this uh i felt like they did a much better job on a personal level because i i don't think george lucas does great with people with the like writing people having them talk anything like that um i think i think this we saw kenobi go to hell and back uh ewan mcgregor is just amazing um and i and i think that's what saved the series i also liked the new people i liked reva i liked uh the girl who played you know leia um i I liked i liked the 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 new actors that we got in here and i liked seeing what they did um i did but, i did like that they showed that owen and baru can can hold their shit oh yeah absolutely. like it, it does it does shed a little bit more into like they that the stormtroopers when they mm-hmm. showed up like there would have been a fight yeah they and, they wouldn't have just come in and killed them like there there would have been some shit go down oh yeah and i think we should move on to stranger things too because we're running out of time but yeah. Um, I, I liked the hello there at the end. I liked that they saved that. Yeah, that was uh, – I'll give them that. That was a nice touch. And, of course, at the end, Qui-Gon. I thought that – I've been waiting years to see that. I'm so glad they did that. Yeah. Um, and so I don't know. I, I have hopes. Of course, I'm probably going to be wrong and you're probably going to be right. I hope that if they do do another season, it is nothing to do with any of the Vader. It's a whole new thing. There'll be characters that can die, you know, in it, 
and it'll be something completely different. Get Cal, get the kid from the video game. Like, have an adventure with him. Do something that different. Would, that would be fun. That would be interesting. Yes, have Obi-Wan Kenobi have one more student, and then he maybe at the end of it, he thinks Cal's dead or something. And then that's why, you know, I, I don't know, something. Have, have him run across a live-action version of who was, oh, this is gonna, I'm, I'm terrible. Who was the Jedi in Rebels? Who was the guy? Freddie Prince Jr. voiced him. Um, oh, shit. Kanan. Kanan Jarrett. Kanan. Yeah, Kanan. Or, you, you could have Ahsoka in this if you wanted. Um, you know, you can do something different uh, or so, something away from, like, Vader. Like, we know we, – I, I just – I hope they don't do that again for the third time. Um, or they could easily do prequels with these characters. If you wanted to do a live-action series with, with Hayden and all of them – during the Clone Wars time or before that, that one scene alone where they were dueling, um, to me, proved that they could easily do that. That's a, that's a lot of makeup and CGI, though. Like, they Hayden, didn't Hayden, Hayden got old. I don't think they used the, I don't think they used the CGI thing well, that they did I know with they all don't, the other. Like, I know they don't have to de-age him nearly as much. Like, God, oh, no, not that. Not no, like, no, no, not like, I think like that Mark was Hamill. makeup. That's fair, but he, he still kind of looked old. He's also just not I, built the same anymore. I'm I'm all for it. I I you know I'm all for it. I, if we if we could get a live action that time frame with these two characters on an adventure, they don't have to be around any of like a lot of the the characters that they would have to bring back. They could just go on an adventure, and I would absolutely love that. And, I would. I, I I think that the best way to do that – I'm with you. I think that would be awesome. I think mm -hmm. the best way to do that would be kind of like they did in this episode in terms of like do it as a flashback intercut with, you know, here's Obi-Wan Kenobi on on this planet and, oh, the things yeah. that happened here. Oh, this right. reminds me of this time and intercut the episode with those kind of flashback scenes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So it tells, you know, that, that nine well, times that, that business on Kaida de Morte didn't. That didn't didn't count. Didn't count. Right. Well, what? Now that's in the book that? series. Oh, is it? Oh, okay. That's in Brotherhood. But yes, let's let's go to Stranger Things real quick. Yeah. Um, because I'm quickly running out of time before I have to work. Uh, what did you you've seen all the way up through Volume Two, correct? Yeah, I, I am caught up. Okay. What um, did you think of Stranger Things? Very. Yeah. You, you you nailed it when you when you put when you you put up the trailer like very Empire Strikes Back. Yes, like this that's is, the vibes. This is very much a, okay, we are here, we have a plan, shit's about to go down. Yes. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. L is told, you can't go after your friends now. Like, you, you're not strong enough. Yeah, I'm like, this is Yoda. This, this, is, is, <laughs> this is evil Yoda, but yeah. Evil Yoda, yes. Well, this is misguided Yoda. This um, is misguided Yoda, yes, I, I absolutely. I mean, fairly evil, but not... <laughs> Uh, cruel yeah. but not dark side evil like just the idea just... is still there right like yeah. if you leave now you're not going to be strong enough yeah but your friends are just going to have to die unfortunately you, one of, you're not one finished of, <laughs> yeah one of them is is incapacitated and out of action yes um so i mean there's you know so there that that went that went on i'll tell you what though man the guy who played lucas hat and a half off to him holy shit did he go hard on those yes. scenes he yes. did not have to, to to reach as deep as he did, but man, oh, it breaks your heart. Yes. He went after it with that. Good on him. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. He did. Like, he went, and he, man, whew. Yeah. But, yeah. He, he was great in it. 
man, it, where do we even begin with Stranger Things? I think it's rare that you get a perfect season. Now, when I say perfect, I don't mean like the absolute. I just mean it, it did everything it was supposed to do, and I found almost no flaws in it. And the entire season of season four, to me, is perfect. To me, I hold it up there with the first season of Lost, uh, with Game of Thrones, um, like the, the the first season. Like, There's some shows where... It is pitch perfect. Um, the pacing, the music, the the sound, the uh, the story, the everything. It is hard to find something to not like in this season, in season four. I even think the little break really helped because it was like you were in, oh man, this the dreadful thing is about to happen. I don't know about you, dude, but I felt like in a good way, I felt kind of sick to my stomach through the episode because I was like, I don't want any of these characters to die. But you, you, you knew going through it, like the way they built it up, like they're not all going to make it out of this. Like, exactly. Like somebody and, is going to die here. And it's two and a half hours. Yeah. So the whole time I'm like, oh God, I just want to fast forward to this and not find out who yeah. it is. <laughs> Cause, and I didn't, but like, dude, I've not, it's been so long since I've watched something like that. Um, I, I think some shows protect their characters too much. Some shows like Game of Thrones, honestly, kills them, and 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 where you're just you're just kind of overdone. Yeah, it's um, too it's too it's too frequent. It, there's too there's frequent. Too much like yeah. oh well, anybody can die. We could kill anybody, and you're yeah. like okay, great, but maybe maybe let's not kill everybody. It's too frequent, so it's it's completely expected. And it's over, right, yeah. but this one, the way they did a lot of the characters in the previous seasons. They did them dirty sometimes, so it's like, oh my god, like they they could just die, and especially the newer ones. I really, man, Eddie, oh my god, I, I we've talked about it before. I really liked lo- loved him in the first part of this season. Yeah, I liked that he was the DM, uh, dungeon master. You know, he was he was graduating. He was a fuck this school, very eighties, you know, rock metal, whatever. Um, but he was a good guy in his heart. Um, and you know, what was the phrase? He's a, he's a drug dealer with a heart of gold basically. Um, and that's what he was. And he, and then, you know, he got mixed up where he got blamed for everything. And I, I loved his arc in this and it was so gut wrenching when he was just like, I didn't run. I I didn't run this time. Did I? I didn't run this time. Yeah. Like that whole exchange there, like as God, I was a mess. And I heard him wrong the first time I watched it. I thought he said, Sam, take care of them. <laughs> and I thought they were making a reference to Lord of the Rings. And I was like, this is beautiful. Oh, my God. He's telling Sam to make sure he takes care of the <laughs> hobbits. But he said something like, say it. Say, uh, say, say, you'll, yeah. t- say you'll take care of them. Say I, I will take care of the sheep. And yeah, I don't take care of the sheep. Yeah, but like the first time I saw it, I was like, "And here's the thing that could they could have they very well could, could have." Yeah, oh. yeah, because that that that's 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 the scene that it when he when I thought he said Sam, I was like, "Oh my god, this is Frodo dying!" Like this is he's you know he's just sacrificed himself to protect everybody, and and he went out like a fucking 
beast, dude. The, the, the whole metal. I don't even listen to metal music at all. But that whole thing was so rock and yeah, roll. You see, yeah, doing Master, so Master of Puppets was perfect because it would have been <laughs> it would have been new around that time too. So it would have been like that's something he absolutely would have been practicing and playing. Yeah. And that would have been the first thing to come to mind. Just like, all right. Fuck it, I guess we are going to do the most metal thing that's ever happened. (laughs) Dude, the whole time I'm like, how, this is so, this is, fan service is used in such a bad, negative way a lot, but this was like, I've been wanting to see something like this forever. And you just, you can't, it it was, it was done so well, and it was the, they didn't just shove it in, they weren't just like, it just wasn't put in there. It had every reason to. They set it up beautifully before where they're like, well, we have to make a distraction. Well, of course. Well, where is the where is the uh, place at? Oh, it just happens to be at Eddie's, you know, uh, home. Like it was all done so seamlessly. Yeah. That it wasn't like, well, they just shoehorned this in. No, everything was earned. That's, yeah. that's yeah. what keeps making this show work as well as it does is that the Duffer brothers are fucking geniuses. They really because are. Everything is earned. Yeah. And everything has consequences. Mm-hmm. Like there's you don't just get away from like, you know, everybody was kind of bummed after season one because then that's why Justice for Barb got trending. And they were like, don't worry. We know. But trust us. We know what the hell we're doing. Yeah. And it and it did. It paid off. So anytime yeah. they're like, you know, and they, you know, they talked about, well, how does a mind flayer play into all this and everything? And they explained like, no, 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 it was this guy the whole time. Yeah. Like he, he had these powers and wound up in this world mm-hmm. and just found nothing but endless opportunity and was like, fuck it. This is mine then. Yeah. So it's all him. Yeah. It's been him from the beginning. Mm-hmm. And I. The perfect villain. Like. Yeah. And I, I hate that the the assault that they laid on him didn't kill him i understand why yeah this guy is ultra badass and mm-hmm. that's fair like they but they i love the way that like god that whole i i don't even care that i don't really know where the fuck hop found that sword on the ground i don't care oh that's they were they were sitting remember at the table they had them eat they were all eating at the table. They oh, had yeah, all of this. And one of them did have a sword, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Like a fucking Conan sword. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, and you just, like, him that whole, like, triplet montage. But of, see, that's of, how it's so seamless. Yes, and it like, works. It, oh, it absolutely yeah. works. <laughs> yeah. Because uh, I thought it was like, oh, yeah, they were eating and they had all the, uh, the evil shit there. And, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. What are you going to do with that? Well, it turns out you're going to kill a monster. That's what you're going to do with it. That whole scene, I was fucking jumping on my couch like, yeah. fuck yes. Like, yes, that, let's that, go. That entire and, – and I, you know, I, it's it, – at any other point, it would have been corny. Like, it would yeah. it, it could have been so cheesy that like, oh, we're going to have the, the slow – synth music montage here of, yes. of them of them kicking ass in three different locations at the same mm-hmm. time like the fuck but it's earned it's yes. absolutely earned and you feel that you get that cathartic moment of of hop being a badass just being like no i am so done with all of this shit yeah. and of 11 just crushing Fekna into that pillar and then yep. watching them just just why and nancy in particular who is just pumping round after round of just like i hate this i hate you i you can see it in her face i'm just like Mm. i am done i am so done with you (laughs) yeah 
even the I, I forget the name of the characters, the Russians, even the little speech, like where's the hero where's, we knew? Where is that hero? Where is where, he? Because oh. I don't see him before me. Like he had and and I love that these are characters and it was great because I watched this after I watched Kenobi. It's night and, and day, dude. And it's so night and day. But the yeah. one thing that sticks out to me especially in the last two episodes of Stranger Things, mm. is the way that they show you what a redemption arc is supposed to look like. Yeah. Because they show they show the smuggler, and it's like, here's a guy who is out for himself, but you know he has mm. a past. You know yeah. he has a story. And they get into it that little bit there. Yeah. And it just tweaks him, and it irks at him. And finally he's like, you know what? Fine. You yeah. win. You're right. Because there is something to be had for honor. And it's, you know, it's not mm-hmm. a complete redemption. They don't suddenly love the guy and make him part of the crew. Right. But it's that moment of like, you know what? You're not wrong. Right. I get a chance to do the right thing. And we'll, ne- we'll, never, see, we'll never see Yuri again. Um, yeah. Which is fine. He has served his purpose. And, but before, and what makes that bit of redemption so much better is mm-hmm. that they don't redeem Dr. Brenner. Yeah. When she is standing oh, yeah. there holding his hand and he says – and he's laying there dying going, tell me you understand. And she just says goodbye and walks away. That yeah. was right. That was how that was supposed to be. He was not supposed to be redeemed. You didn't want him to be redeemed, and he wasn't. But it wasn't in some horrible – like she didn't tell him to fuck off. She, she didn't add some kind of exclamation point. She mm. just left him there. Yeah. And that that was the most powerful kind of way to do that and it was magnificent. No, oh, yeah. It was so damn good. Yeah. But that's yeah. that's what they do so well is the way they balance these things and and you don't see it at first. Like with early on in this season, the stuff with with Mike, you're just like, "Oh god, why are you so stupid?" Why yeah. are you such an idiot? And it's like, he's like 13. Cut him some slack. And it's like, right. I know, but God, it hurts to watch. It's so it's so painfully awkward. And you know it's natural. You know he has to go through it. And the reason it's so painful is because how many of us have been through that same shit? And we're just like, oh, God, I'm, yep. this, is, this is what this was like, isn't it? Oh, I can't watch this. Yep. Oh, I can't do this. And then to see him finally come around and to see the painting. I love the painting. The painting was fantastic. Yeah, and to see, yeah. and to watch, it was great. You're yeah. you have the heart. You're the you're the leader of the yeah uh, and, of the team. And, and the, even I, the even the pizza guy, dude. The, he, I, he, <laughs> he came in clutch. That whole I, conversation with him and the other guy. Yeah. My, <laughs> oh, dude, my dude, like, my, my dude. dude. <laughs> <laughs> that was so awesome. And they set like. Man, I, I don't know if it's because they had the time to really sit down and pump out this season and write it down. I don't know if that's what it was. Um, and you're right. The, they're geniuses when it comes to writing. Um, but, man, this, this whole season, like you like you said, there's little things that they put in there that, that you, you look over at first. And then it just hits you like a bricks when it happens. You're like, of yeah. course – this is of you know uh, yeah even like I said the pizza stuff I thought it was just done for laughs at the beginning of the season sure like, you're oh, like oh he's yeah he's a long haired California pizza worker guy pineapple like, you're sure yeah. pineapple on pizza I yeah. was like, that cracked me up there was no that was one of those little touches where you're just like where he puts it down and mm-hmm. they go both ways on it 
And I yeah. love that where they're like, nah, this has always been an argument and nobody's ever going to win. It's, <laughs> yep. it's, it's going to happen forever. And I right. love like that was funny. That was thrown in there just to be a gag. And it was hysterical. And, but they set it up perfectly in the first couple of episodes where he's where he's on the phone and he kept mentioning uh, everything's fresh except for the pineapple, but you got to try it or yeah. whatever he said. And then they do it in the, just little tiny things like that. They yeah. they have some little payoff later on. If they do, where, and that's where it's like, oh yeah, of course they go to a pizza place in the salt. Yeah. <laughs> That's or it's like oh, well, six hundred pounds of salt. They're like, you know, somewhere it's six hundred pounds of salt. And I'm like, they're going to fuck. How are they going to go back to the pizza place? Like, it's all the yeah. goddamn way over there. Like, they can't drive that far back because I forgot about the billboard. Yeah, it's like, oh yep. yeah, no, it's another pizza place. And of course, they're all the same. It's like, I, all right, sure, yeah, yeah, why not? I, I go for it. I don't care. Like, I'm in. Yeah. It's it's silly and it's ridiculous, but it works, and I don't mm-hmm. care. And yep. just there was, ah, oh, there was there was something else I was gonna mention, and I cannot remember what it was. That's gonna drive me nuts because it was another one of those kind of little things. Um, well, just the way that you know, Mike being the leader doesn't mean being the strongest. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean being the one who's always doing the thing. Being the leader means holding everything together. Yeah, and that's why when when Mike had had that bit of a a fit. What was that season mm-hmm. two or three? Everything kind of fell apart, yeah. Because he's what holds everyone together, and then when he finally got mm-hmm. his head out of his ass, yeah, and, and straightened up, um, and then watching Will, I don't know if it's ever going to be, you know, out loud addressed that Will is very clearly a gay character in love with Mike. Oh yeah, like like it's not even. What well, I liked, I liked that they showed like his brother immediately. Yeah, saw the reaction like, oh, you're talking about yourself. Yeah, and and then later in the second episode, you know they ha- they have that scene in that moment together where yeah. he's like, "Look, I love you. Like no matter what, like you're I'm always going to be." So like that was just so touching. Yeah, those are yeah. those are the moments you're there for. Like yeah. that's like those are fantastic. And then mm-hmm. the little, the, my favorite little touch that I didn't know if they were going to address or not, and I, I get why they did. Um, and I don't think it took anything away from it in terms of, of thematically, but just like when 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 they're cleaning up the cabin and she goes into her room and she almost closes the door. Yes. She leaves it open and right. they don't you know, they address it when he comes back. Mm-hmm. But like in that moment and it stops and you're just like, Oh man, fuck. Oh, that's right, three inches. Oh, goddamn. Yeah. Like it's uh oh, it's stuff like that that just it hits. It does. And they, like you said, they beautifully set it up where maybe you're not thinking about it the first time, but it hits you later on. You're like, oh, wow. Like this, this, it's just such good writing. Yeah. And it's, yeah, from top to bottom, like I said, this is, this is a 10 out of 10 season for me. Yeah. Uh, It's it's so, so good. And so many of the characters get what they deserve, good or bad. Yeah, um, I feel for Eddie, but I mean, if you're the plucky side character in the show, you die at the end of the season. Yeah, that's just that's how it's true. that's just how it's gone. Sorry, I, I hate it. Um, or if you're the if you're the interesting side character, I shouldn't say plucky because yeah. Billy was interesting. He was yeah. terrible. He was horrible, but he was interesting. Yeah. Um, and I'm uh, Bob, of course. You know. Yeah, God, uh, rest in peace, Bob. And I love it. Zer- I love that they keep flashing back to the things that happen. Like the idea, mm-hmm. like the idea behind this show is how do you process trauma? That's what oh, the yeah. show is about. This show is about how do you deal with trauma? 
and it doesn't and it you can't do it by yourself right like that's that to me is the message of this show it's like you need people yes um, oh, yes exactly i think you nailed it that I think that is the entire message of the show. Um, and, and that, uh, you know, if they burn more jocks in half as a result of an earthquake, oh, you love know, that. then they deserve oh, it. God. I was so, I was so happy he died. Like, good. Yes. Fuck him. I don't, I, I'm <laughs> glad they had a way to not just like, he didn't get away with that. Like he does. Yes. Excellent. And, Fantastic. And, and see, that's perfect writing. They, you know, yeah. uh, it, it wasn't one of the characters. It was the fact right. of like, he messed in something he did not understand. And he was told, Lucas Ward, but you know, <laughs> yeah. oh, well, and then, and I'm sorry, but just no, you're not going. Was just God, oh I gave, my God, God I gave the me whole, chills. The whole Max thing, yeah. yeah. And I saw some people criticize like that took a little bit away from it, but I think no. it was earned. No, it was it was absolutely earned because and you're was, you're yeah. in that moment where it's mm-hmm. like where you know she's dead. Yeah, she's dead because here comes the earthquake, and you're like they've lost Max, and I hated that. I hated oh, that not God. just not just from from her character standpoint, but I really hated like that's the one they kill. I yeah. get it, I get it, I understand. And she was willing to to take that bait, but God, I hated it so much. Yeah, and then, when her arms start breaking, her eyes pop. Oh yeah. my God, this is all. I, it was so gut wrenching that yeah. scene. And then you see Eleven sitting there and, and crying along there with Lucas, and then just the face change. Like Millie Bobby Brown does not, I don't think, get enough credit for for the way she emotes mm-hmm. more oh, than yeah, just no. screaming like the she has that solidity down and just yeah. stares and just just that no you're not going and i was yeah. just like oh okay yeah i, I ain't arguing <laughs> yeah yeah oh yeah i mean i think you know there's some there's a million parallels between this and star wars we've talked about oh, and yeah. i think they do the force really well in this <laughs> they, they do. i think they, they they're very you know they're not throwing out a new force power every two seconds, um, and and that's kind of how I that's kind of what I got from this. Yeah, is that is she's the polar opposite of what that other guy was, uh, the the villain. Yeah, and she can't she has the ability to take life, and she, I think she has ability to you know to 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 heal or whatever she did there. Um, and I and, and it's not done all the time. It's not like a crux it was just it was the perfect thing to do in that situation i think like you said yeah um because it, that man it oh god seeing that with max was just rough um and the way the way it all came together and then it just cuts off and it's black so you don't really know or wait what that was that a different yeah, scene? no no because then it goes to because it says two days later yeah two days later that's right yeah man yeah it just that that was Oh, it's just so well done. Yeah. No, and, and hats 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 all the way off to them. And I'm I'm excited for season five because you know, I mean this thing ends with okay, we're all here together and what are we looking at? Oh, oh the the worlds have officially collided now. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. That whole scene was so well done too with the, the cracking of the earth. I'm they they had I guess they gave them some extra time to work on the CGI for that. Yeah. And does it show? Oh my god, that it, was so well looks, done. I couldn't believe like that's one of those things where it's like, I can't believe they did that. Like yeah, they, oh, didn't, yeah. they didn't actually avert the disaster. Like exactly. they, they yeah. lost. This is the Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. <laughs> this is this is everything falling apart. And you know, he was right. He's like, you don't even realize you've already lost. So was, oh my God. Yeah. And then the Kraken, I'm just like, now how do you contain this? 
because now the world is going to see that a fucking <laughs> the earth just caved in and this place oh man so i know how do you get how do you get all kinds of people to believe something that isn't true yeah, yeah, exactly what you're saying. But man, yeah, whatever the whatever they do in the next season, <clears throat> I think they left it off so well too. The, they the, did that. That scene was so iconic. Them just standing on the hill of yep. beautiful flowers, and then the dead, and then looking on at hell on earth, essentially. Yeah. Um, and knowing and 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 will you know the, the feeling in the back of his neck and like. I you know I think this season he wasn't as prominent as he was in the last uh, couple, but I think the next one. No, it's it's gonna be in the next. They very much set that up of just like okay, well now that I know who it is and now I can put together what he's feeling like. Will is gonna be extremely important next season, no doubt. And I love that 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 whole ending sequence started with him getting that tingling again. Because I was Mm -hmm. like, oh okay, it's gonna be like the end of season three where he turns around and has an image, yeah, and whatever. And instead, he turns around, and everybody turns around. It's like, oh, oh, this is this is going down. This isn't a vision. This is happening. Not, yep, yep, exactly. Yeah, and that was it, again. They set things up, and it's so well paid off. Like you said, that 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 scene there where he's looking at the sky, and I, I, I had that same thought you did. I was like, oh, this is just him. Oh, wait, no, this is everybody saying yeah. it. So. All right, man, we got to go. I have to get to work. Um, <laughs> make sure you go to uh, Wiki Podcast, our Facebook group, Twitter at Wiki Podcast, Gmail, WikiPodcast, gmail.com. We are on all the platforms. Please share with your friends. Um, and yeah, uh, we got to go, but we'll see you next time. Captain? Captain. <laughs>